and welcome to episode 325 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for 4-17-2021. I'm one of your co-hosts, Daniel Nixon, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? A lot's been going on, and a lot of bad, man, Yeah, this week. I mean, we had a mass shooting. We still have things happen over in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the shooting of uh, a black man and then the trial, the George Floyd trial. Mm-hmm. So it's just been like a pretty much fucked up week, <laughs> really. Yeah. You know, we're going to try to give it a bright spot, talk about some video games here. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, I'm going to get right down to sports. I know um, in basketball, we had a retiree. Happened. Uh, Lamarcus Aldrich is retiring. Oh, okay. He just um, he's been in the league for 15 years. He started on a Portland, and I remember he went to San Antonio. He was great on Portland. Um, they just, I I believe it's like they had Brandon Roy and him balling, but Brandon Roy, I forgot what happened to him. But I think some, I think it was a, either an injury or something happened to Brandon Roy. That's why he stopped early in his career, and never, and so it never got off. Uh, but Aldridge was a great, is a great player is a great player. Well, was a great player, I guess now. Uh, and he went to the Nets. He was on the Nets, and that's why it's like, darn man, that's a loaded. But he found out he had a heart murmur, and he said oh, wow. that he's going to be tired now. Uh, and I was like, darn, damn, that's messed up. Now I'm like, darn Nets. I mean, I always thought they should have got Drummond instead of Aldridge. Uh, of course, I didn't. I didn't predict like, oh, he, he's he's gonna have a heart murmur. No, uh, <laughs> I I thought he was more off. He's a more offensive guy, but I mean, that's what he is. And I didn't feel like I felt like they got so much offense on that team uh, that Drummond will be better for them. Um, a guy he can score if he needs to, but he's a, a great defender and a great great guy to get rebounds. But the Lakers got him, but they got him. Like after they got all Aldrich, so I just want to know where they did they even try to did they try to get all um Drummond, and he didn't want to come or the money wasn't looking good. Maybe they didn't want to pay him. I don't know, but Lakers got Drummond, and I think that's just still good if they everybody's healthy. If everybody comes back healthy, because people are well, one guy O'Harton I believe is injured. I don't know about Irving if he is. Or I don't know what it is, but play this by the playoffs. If they're all healthy, I think they can still leave the East. I think they still get out the East. I think they just outscore their opponents. I don't know what they're going to do against the, if they have to play against the Lakers, though. If the Lakers are healthy, I don't know if they can beat the Lakers. I think Lakers are just a better overall team that they can score and defend. I think they have to build a great team over there. I still got Lakers. I still have Lakers winning it all. Until I see they don't. Yeah. I mean, I hope they don't. Got to set up for that (laughs) Space Jam, Dominic. Yeah, exactly. And also the disrespect of Utah. The disrespect of Utah. I mean, I don't care about the people of Utah. No offense to you, Utah, but I I don't really (laughs) care. I care just as much as you as you do care for people in Merle. Losing all our uh, Mormon fans here, Dominic. (laughs) Like, I just, but the team, Mitchell, they're, they're the best team in the NBA right now. Um, it's pretty close between them and Phoenix, because Phoenix has really just came out of nowhere. 
Uh, well, then I don't know where anymore. I mean, they're they just moved up big time up the standings because of Paul. Like Paul is he's in the talk for MVP. Like he's he's up there for the nominations for MVP of the league, Chris Paul, and he deserves to because I mean that team wasn't in even the playoffs, and now they're number about to be they could be number one, could be number one. I mean they have a chance at it. Utah, I mean they've been number one most of the year. They've been great almost a whole year now. And I I think Mitchell's not even mentioning the MVPs talks, which is like, that's not right. I mean, the guy is great. I mean, obviously the number one, like somebody's be mentioned. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be him. It's like, man, it's just, a, I guess it's a real, is, is it really just a marketability of just that place? It's like, hey, nobody cares about Utah. And like, it's just not marketable. Like they had nobody marketable there. We 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 don't give a damn. Like, look, they got their their base. Their their base. Yeah, they're they're huge fans of them because there ain't nothing else there. I don't know any other professional sports in Utah. I think that's it. The Jazz. So yeah, they got a nice fan base and probably a wealthy fan base. <laughs> so they'll get money and stuff. But as far as outside of Utah, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody gives a damn. It's a nice place. It is. My dad, I remember dad, because he went there, his job, when he was traveling all over the place, the country, mm-hmm. he went to Utah. He says how, how, just how clean it is. It's like, <laughs> you, 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 it's hard to find, like, trash. He was in Salt Lake City. Like, this trash is all the streets or anything. Um, I'm like, yeah, it, but it's just, yeah, I guess it's just, like, outside of that, no one cares. Like, they... They found a great location where people will support the team and they're, they have some money. So they will spend money. They will make money there. It's just as far as television and shit, nah, they're all right. I mean, only if they're <laughs> playing against somebody who else is, who is marketable, they're, they're, they're good. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like, so you're basically telling me how unfair the league is. Or like, <laughs> that's why people have these conspiracies about why you think certain teams don't do anything and or why teams do do succeed because you look at how marketable they are that you think like oh the league is catering to them you know so they're going to do better <sighs> going to baseball O's won their first home game with fans they Wait. finally won been they say it's been like 500 something days since they won a home game with fans, mm. which I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, stop counting all the days. Like, don't count the <laughs> yeah. off-season days. It's like, that don't count. They were doing a play baseball. Still hurts. But, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the O's won. And they won. They also won last night. They played against Texas. You know, they have those full stadiums there. I don't mm. know if they was full for that game, though. But yeah. it was a lot of fans there. Who's going to see that? And, and they beat them. It's like, in your face, Rangers. In your face. I still remember that game got hit four home runs on us and score almost 30 runs. Or did it score 30? I mean, no. One guy hit four home runs. I think, I think they hit more than four home runs. It was one guy who hit four home runs on us. And I think they almost, I don't know, was it 30 or it was a lot of runs. They scored a lot of runs because it was like a huge blowout. And it was just ridiculous. It was embarrassing. <laughs> And I will still remember that day. So I want to beat them all the time. Uh, what else? Anything else happen? So I guess that's it. So 
I know it's been WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania weekend last weekend. So yeah. how was it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was an enjoyable two nights of wrestling. Um, I watched the first night. Yeah, the first night was surprisingly, I thought it was a better show than the second night. I, I would have thought that they would save some of the bigger things for the second night. But first night kind of blew it out of the water. Well, I watched it with no sound because I was doing the podcast and mm-hmm. I'd had that on. So I didn't hear people talking. Gotcha. But I do, I had to look up who Bad Bunny was. I was like, is this a wrestler? <laughs> but because the, the way the reactions were mm. was like, why are they react to him like he can't fight? Is right. he not a wrestler? Then I looked him up and said, oh, he's a rapper. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't ever heard of him. Yep. So. I was like, oh, so that's why. And I was like, okay. This and he had some he had some moves. Oh yeah, he looked great. Yeah. He's apparently put in the work. That's uh, Triple H has been out there saying, like, yeah, this dude ever since we brought him in has been down at the performance center training for this match. So yeah, because like his partner Damian Priest, he's a guy that just came up from NXT recently. And he's pretty good, but like they really didn't do much with him in that match. Like he wasn't the guy that like bad bunny was tagging in when he was getting his ass kicked. Like he was, nah. he was up there equal with him. He was, he was thrown yeah, down. He was on that. That's what I was about to say. He was out there for a while. Like before the other guy got tagged in. Mm. Yeah. Like he was like, and of course, you know, they're making like, Oh, he trying to tag and he couldn't, but then yeah. he'd do some move and it's like, okay, I say this is a joy. This is like I, I'm actually enjoy watching this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that match was a lot of fun, and um, the Cesaro Seth Rollins match was also really good. And I mean the the highlight of the entire weekend was Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks, and, yeah, and Bianca yeah, Belair like winning that, that title. Um, that was that she was, was good awesome. Black woman fighting. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> it's, it's history. It's you know. You say that jokingly. I know what you mean, but yeah, I mean, it is special. This is only the second time that the women have headlined WrestleMania. And this is the first time it's been a one-on-one match. The last time it was triple threat with Becky Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Um, and also I think it's a big thing just that it's wrestlers, you know, there's no Ronda Rousey not to take anything away from her. She was actually very good in the ring, but she was a celebrity in that way. Um, so was that real that her quitting then or what? N- no, I mean, I don't know. I, nobody knows has, besides has she's her, been back but, since she said that. No, she hasn't been back. But the there was a lot of speculation that she wouldn't be back because she was trying to start a family. Um, that, as far as we know, hasn't really happened because there hasn't been any like public announcements as far yeah, as pregnancy yeah, like or anything. Pregnancy, yeah. Um, but Becky, of course, did get pregnant. She's had the child since then. There was a little bit of teasing that she might come back for WrestleMania. Um, but that, w- that was always kind of like left field speculation. Um, but she did play with it a little bit. Like she posted a thing on Instagram, her working out. And then the beginning of each word that she put on the line was like night one or something like that. So people were like, oh, my goodness, is she going to come back? Um, but I'm glad she didn't because like that was a moment for Bianca Belair. Like I don't, they, they kind of did that to Oscar when she won the Royal rumble the first time they did a women's Royal rumble. And then immediately following that they had Ronda Rousey come out and point at the WrestleMania sign. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of taking her moment away. Um, one of the things I would have liked, and I think maybe they cut it short a little bit 
because of the rain delay up front, there was like a 30 minute delay at the beginning of the show because of thunderstorms that were coming through Tampa. Um, so they just kind of filled it with some interviews backstage, but there wasn't a lot of celebration for Bianca at the end of the show. She got to stand there with the title, but there are videos of after it went off air, her husband, um, wow. Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, one of the street profits, Montez Ford, he came out and, you know, hugged her and put her on her sh- his shoulders and everything. And they had a celebration, but I think they did some of that on SmackDown as well last night to, to kind of let that be on television a little more. And also it's WWE. There's always a camera on. there'll be a document uh, documentary in like a year. That's like WrestleMania 24 or whatever. And they'll have all this stuff and they'll have her, yeah walking back through the curtain and getting hugged by triple H and all that, that beautiful stuff. But yeah, that that was absolutely a special moment. Um, Not to take anything away from the match that was the headline of the second night, which was Roman versus Daniel Bryan versus edge. And that was a fantastic match. Still. It was a triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be edge who won the Royal rumble versus Roman reigns, but Daniel Bryan kind of like snuck his way in there. Um, and that resulted in Roman Reigns uh, sort of taking out both of them. It, it was actually Edge taking out Daniel Bryan and then Roman Reigns with the help of Jey Uso taking out Edge. But then he drug Edge's body over, put him on top of Daniel Bryan, and then pinned them both. So, yeah, he's he was showing his dominance that night. So I was just going to say it seems like now with – um. SmackDown happening last night. Cesaro might be the next guy that they put up against Roman. And that's basically a a, a given that Roman's going to win that, which is unfortunate, but that should be a really good match. So that'll be fun. So what were you saying? Yeah. So, uh, the, what's the group called the two black guys, the tag team, the street profits. No, the, 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 the guys who lost the belt. Oh, uh, the new day. New Day, yes. Yeah. I, I watched that match. Who's that big black guy? That is Omas. He's he's a guy that was down in NXT for a little while, but never actually wrestled. Then they brought him up, and he was like Shane's bodyguard for um, Raw Underground when they were doing that weird stuff, or like the doorman for that. Um, and now he's just like AJ's bodyguard, and now he's kind of AJ's partner because they're tag team champions as you saw um yeah he's so just he a really, huge dude <laughs> yeah so he doesn't really wrestle he didn't, didn't make him like he's just super strong so he just slabs him yeah he's not stuff. yeah i haven't seen a lot of what he can actually do in ring but he's just a gigantic man yeah so that match was really interesting because at the beginning of it the new day were very much kind of playing the heel role like keeping aj away from tagging in Omos and and because they knew what was going to happen if he got in there basically um and they were just kind of beating the trash out of AJ and then eventually he did make it over I don't know why they, they should they should have did a um oh no they would have got disqualified hit him in the nuts <laughs> you, you gotta wait till the rest of his turn exactly two yeah, of yeah 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 so yeah, that was another match from the first night. That was that was a lot of fun. So 
Yeah. Uh, what, what else was I going to say? Oh, uh, kind of the big news coming out of WrestleMania, though, this week. Um, was it Thursday? I think it happened. They got back into their habit of releasing wrestlers after WrestleMania. So kind of the big names are Samoa Joe, who is not been wrestling for a while now. He's apparently been dealing with some concussion stuff, but they've had him on commentary and he's been awesome there. Um, but they let him go. And also Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, who formerly were the tag team, the Iconics, they're two Australian women. They've kind of been killing it since they were in NXT, but then they brought them up to the main roster. And as with basically everyone that they brought up to the main roster they're they've kind of squandered them in some form or fashion. They did have the, the tag team titles, the women's tag team titles. I think they won them at WrestleMania last year off of uh, Sasha and Bailey, or is that two years ago now? I don't remember, but they did have a run with the tag team titles for a little bit. Um, and then recently they split them up seemingly because they thought Peyton Royce was going to be a big star and they really did nothing with her. And she's better in the ring than Billy Kay is, but Billy Kay has a little more personality. She's a very comedic character. So she's actually found a way to stay on television. She's been on SmackDown constantly, basically since shortly after they split them up. And she was even on WrestleMania. She she was Carmella's tag team partner in that women's tag turmoil match the first night. Um, and they let them both go. It seems so crazy that they have so much talent that they just don't even know what to do with. And a lot of times it's, oh, creative doesn't have anything for you. But you have all these writers, like there's constantly talk of like 30 plus writers or something for these shows. And you're telling me like you can't make something up for these people with They're all as, monkeys. They're all monkeys on typewriters. <laughs> that might be the case. Um, but I, I saw someone put it very pointedly on Reddit this morning that it's 30 writers, but they're basically writing for an audience of one. They're trying to you know, write for Vince McMahon, because if he doesn't like it, he's just going to rip it up and him and his crew of flunkies are going to rewrite the show, you know, two hours before the show actually happens. So I don't want to place all the blame on Vince, but at the end of the day, he's the one that it sounds like is the end all be all. And if you can't get it past him, then it doesn't happen. So he's the guy that isn't seeing the talent and the money on the table with these people and a guy like Samoa Joe, even on commentary, like I said, was just gold. So I don't know. I don't know how you let guys like this leave, especially when there's an up and coming company that if AEW adds Peyton Royce and Billy K to their roster, that's instantly a, a spike in their women's division. I mean, they've, they've definitely been improving over the last like six or so months in that division. They've brought in women from other companies done kind of like co-brand deals like Thunder Rosa. She was the NWA champion and uh -huh. it seems like she's going to play a bigger role in AEW going forward. Um, possibly once her actual contract with NWA runs out, but it, 
these two women are extremely talented. If they can bring them in as well, I, I think they're, they're going to be in a really good spot. And if WWE continues to squander people, they're going to see that there are opportunities elsewhere and they'll happily leave and, and join AEW where the money sounds comparable and the creative outlet sounds immensely better in a lot of ways. So, and they've so, just well, added a show on Mondays. So they've got three shows now that they do. Two of them are on YouTube, um, elevation and dark, which is Monday and Tuesday. And then of course, dynamite is on Wednesday. So what were you saying? Sorry. So Samoa Joe, there was a heated backstage is something. What, what happened? That's the rumor. I didn't hear that, anything about that yet. Oh, it says veteran star released due to backstage heat. Hmm. Oh, well, backstage heat just means like somebody doesn't like them. That's like wrestling parlance for heat is just somebody not liking you. Basically, it doesn't necessarily mean oh. there was like a, a heated exchange or anything like Samoa oh, okay. Joe roughed up Vince McMahon or something. Although I love the idea of that. Um, yeah, no, it's just kind of what the dirt cheats as wrestling fans call the reporting, uh, it, you know, talk about it. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where wrestling is right now. It's, it's been a crazy week and we'll see if they release more people. It kind of used to be a yearly thing where after WrestleMania each year, they would let go of people. And this one is odd, odd in a way, but it is a year to the day, like the exact same day last year when there was like a mass firing of talent. So I don't know. Maybe they're just making it tradition now. Excuse me. All right. So I guess we get into what we were watching. So what you been watching, man? Um, Nothing really outside of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Watched the latest episode I'm- of that and thought it was good. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Sure. Um, yeah, I, you said you hadn't watched the entire thing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was very good. (laughs) You and I were talking about it and it was kind of very much the episode I was looking for where they get a little more serious about the race relations stuff. And, uh, they revisit Isaiah Bradley, the, the black captain America and, and kind of get more in depth about his story and, and why he felt betrayed by the country. I thought all that stuff was good. Very emotional moments between him and Sam. And also we get to revisit Sam's family. He goes back there after the beginning of the show, just kind of kicking off with a lot of action. You you see a battle between the kind of three main characters right now, Sam and Bucky and the, the new captain America uh, in which, you know, now we know that captain America is hopped up on the super serum Dominic. So he's out there just, basically wrecking Sam because Sam's now the only one in that group that doesn't have, you know, some kind of enhanced abilities. He's just got his wings. Um, so I thought that was really cool. It was, it was, it was definitely just kind of like cringy seeing the shield with the blood on it still. And you kind of, at the end of that scene, see Sam wiping it off with his hands and it's like, Oh man, don't, don't do that. But also, yeah, clean that shield up. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought I thought this was another episode that that hit it out of the park. I'm definitely on board with where they're going with it. It it um, you know, around the the middle of the season, like two episodes ago, I was very much like, how are these things all going to wrap up? And I think they are getting to a point where they're, you know, cleaning it up a little bit, 
stuff like what they're doing with Zemo and they, you know, turned him over to the Wakandans who were basically just going to take him back to the raft where he was imprisoned. Um, and maybe some of that stuff is a little too easy, right? Like, Oh yeah, the Wakandans come back. They just take him back to prison or whatever. And, you know, maybe we'll fight to see another day of Zemo somewhere. I'm sure with the, the reception that he's gotten during this show that they'll end up doing something with him. I saw, Somebody on YouTube, I think, basically referred to him like as maybe the new Loki. Like they could see him being like the next anti-hero that that Marvel does something with on a bigger scale. Um, but yeah, overall, I, another great episode. I'm I'm looking forward to what they're going to do with this final episode. And you know, I I'm I am here for the. Marvel Cinematic Universe Veep crossover, Dominic. What do you think of seeing Julia Louise Dreyfus there? Yeah, that, I was <laughs> like, oh my goodness. So she, th- this is what they're doing. They're just getting all the fucking actors in this <laughs> I mean, damn at a universe. Certain point, they're literally going to have everyone in in the Marvel universe. Yeah, every Hollywood, everybody Hollywood's like, oh, you gotta, you cake. Yep. You gotta get into the Marvel Universe. You gotta gotta get just gotta get, get that in there. Check. That's what it's about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, seeing her. So who's she supposed to be in in the comics? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, could she have anything to do with like the Shadow Broker? Maybe. It, I don't know. It, it also feels like maybe Sharon is the Shadow Broker. The power, the power Broker. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's just going to be our running gag now, Dominic. We can't tell yeah. the difference. When we start talking about Mass Effect Legacy Edition, we're going to be calling him the Power Broker all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to call her, Liara, the Power Broker. Yeah, it's just our thing now, Dominic. Um, yeah, because she's like calling in favors from the, the one dude that Cap fought on the ship that one time and was at the beginning of this, you know, this series, uh, the French dude or whatever he is. So, yeah, and Carly is like going, she wasn't in this episode a lot, but she's like going full terrorist now, you know, like they they made me out to be this person, so now I'm just going to be this person. So I I foresee that not going quite, that way like you know sam will interrupt and maybe maybe turn her a little bit i don't know we'll see um and then there is the like the soldier guy that sam has been working with apparently he is a guy in the comics that becomes falcon at some point and he did get a pair of wings so be interested to see where that goes so sam don't have so when sam becomes captain america he don't fly anymore so did you see the briefcase that Bucky gave him from the Wakandans? Yeah. I'm assuming that's going to be a pair of Wakandan wings. They Okay. I I don't know that for certain. They don't they don't, you know, open the case in this episode. No, I'm talking but, about in the comic books. Oh. No, he definitely does. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how the the dude gets his wings in the comic books. Um but yeah, I want to say he's probably like a part of the young Avengers or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that though, but it does seem like with all the kind of characters that they're building right now, that we're, we're heading towards getting a young Avengers kind of situation started up. So, cause I think even Isaiah Bradley's nephew or grandson, whatever the younger kid is in yeah. Baltimore, he is all, he's like the, the new kid, Captain America or something like that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So I, I'm really enjoying the show, Dominic. I'm I'm going to be sad to see it end, but I'm I'm hopeful for how it's going to end next week. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I'm enjoying the show. I mean, I like it. I don't think I like it as much as you do. I mean, yeah. you you just a, a sucker. I think for these Marvel shows, <laughs> I I 100. percent I'm not gonna not gonna <laughs> deny that. Yeah, I and I don't and I didn't feel like it was too preachy this mm-hmm. episode. I actually did enjoy the uh, the commentary they had with this. I think it was done well, and I mean, I hope it just ends well. Um, yeah, with that too, because the way Isaiah. I like I know people like Isaiah. I mean that I mean it's just it's a lot of people like that in the black community who look at like this country is just like they're they're the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I mean cuz of all the things they've done t- um to us uh black folks for for since the beginning of this the the start of this country. Right. So I get it. Um like people like people don't look at the flag like you would look at the flag or, you know, how some of those people like they, they say, oh, it was an honor to stand for the flag. Like it's not an honor for us mm-hmm. to stand for the flag. But now uh, I see I'm not totally on the side, though, of like, like, fuck the flag. I mean, I'm not. Listen, I'm not big on the flag, but I'm also but I see I'm more of like I turn into be like this. And it's not something to make me feel bad, just that I believe in what it is like how. We were forced to build this country, but we did build it. Mm. So it is ours. Right. This is our country now. This is who we are because if this is not our country and this is not our home, where is our home? Because I have no attachment to whatever place in Africa my ancestors are from. Mm. I don't I don't know exactly they're from because everybody will say it's Africa. Africa has like 52 countries. <laughs> Which one of them? Maybe it's West Africans we're probably from. I, I don't know. And which one is it? And then, like, I don't know anybody over there. And they don't know me. Like, that that mm-hmm. line has been broken once over here. So, right. and plus, I look at my skin. I mean, I can see that I'm mixed with something else. But I, but I, I do see myself as black. But it's just that it, my home is here. So, I don't. I don't look at it like, yes, I don't like how the country treats us. Like they don't make it make it feel like it's our home, but it it is our home. Like I want to make it that it's my home. That's the thing. I want to fight for it so it can be at a point where, hey, this is my damn home. Not I'm not gonna um not resist it. That's what yeah. I say. It's like I understand it. I understand like what Isaiah is saying. How this America, like you coming home and crosses on your yard. Yeah, like from a war. Like they're putting crosses on your yard. Like you just fought for this country, but they still treat you like shit. And say, so, yeah, I know that. That's fucked up. And I understand why people feel that way. Like I don't blame anybody for feeling that way. And say so, I would feel that way too. I mean, I did feel that way. I mean, at the point of life, I felt like, yeah, man, this country don't care about us. But that, then I started learning things, and I, I just see it a different way. I see it's like, look, this is our country too, and. I'm not. I'm just saying we got to fight for it. That's what it is. I, that's the way I look at it. I just want to know what Sam is going to do, though. What is Sam? What's he going to take away from Isaiah mm-hmm. for what he said and what he's going to do? Because Isaiah said that no right black person in the white right mind would be Captain America. Right. So how will Sam 
take that? Like what he what what is his counterpoint to that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm curious, and I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good one. Because thing is, if Sam's choose to be Captain America, I don't think that's wrong. Just like I don't, it's funny. I don't think Isaiah is wrong either, though. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. think he's wrong for saying that. I know, but I understand why he thinks that. I totally understand because the shit he went through. Exactly. Yeah. But I also I like that this is in this show too. I know there. Unless, like I said, I told you, I'm not looking on message forms about this show <laughs> because unless I'll be honest with you, unless it's a black message form. Yeah. Unless I know it's majority black people that. So we can really talk about it. And when I say that, I don't mean because they have to like it. I can have a, a legitimate discussion. Mm-hmm. If they didn't like it or like it, I know it's from a different state of mind. Because if I argue with white people, I don't know what you, on, on a message board, I don't know what your state of mind is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you probably have racist tendencies or you're being really genuine. I can't tell because I don't know you and yeah. from, from behind a computer. So... I know if I'm talking to a whole bunch of black people, I know they, they ain't going to be a bunch of black people that just hate black themselves. They're going to say it from what they think. Do they, do they like this? Do they feel like this is pandering to them? This is too much? Or they feel like, oh, this is just right. Or what could they change to make it better? Or, or uh, you know, or if it's too much or make it better because it wasn't enough. I can get that legitimate feeling. I can't get that from a white person because I don't know if you're just saying, if you say you don't like it, you're just saying, oh, man, this is, um, nah, they, they're just on their high horse. Like, this is just, yeah. like, too much pandering to them. It's like they're just trying to make us feel guilty or something, or I don't know. Yeah, especially when you have things like in this episode where it's it's so very on the nose of, of Bucky saying, like, man, me and me and Captain know what it was like to give a black man the shield. We couldn't have known, you know, like it's, yeah, it's very on the nose saying exactly, you know, what the message has been this entire time is like as two white characters from the forties, no less, you know, they didn't understand what, I mean, although being from that generation, maybe you should have understood a little more what it would have meant to, to give a black man. That was the good times. (laughs) <laughs> that, that's what the times like people say they want their their country back. They uh, they they want their country back to those times. Yeah. The forties and fifties. Probably the fifties. The fifties probably the, the yeah, highlight. You that's gotta be like the highlight, you know, coming back white up, life. giving all the, the, the troops grants and stuff, getting them houses. Yeah. yeah absolutely. But yeah, it so that's what I would I would love to have a discussion. But I know going there, I'm not gonna know how these people feel. I'm not gonna know if you're legit. Like yeah. I'm not gonna think you because I know everybody's they're not racist, but be, some people have racist tendencies. Like people don't know their races. Like there is different. Like I know some people like to say there's not different levels of racism. Your race is your racist. I don't believe that. I don't think that's true at all. That in my belief, um, it's not blanket like that. I think some people don't know that they are fucking racist. Like they think certain things a certain way. And they think that's the right way. Mm-hmm. Like they probably say, Oh, the Ku Klan, Ku Klux Klan is, is horrible. They say it's horrible, but they also, don't realize some of the things they do believe in is racist themselves. Right. They just think like just being not blatantly racist is not racist. And there's other things, there's other tendencies you do that you, you just don't know. You don't know. And I'm not mad at you because this the way this country is built and the way they um 
you know, project things. I mean, how things are projected to you as you've grown up and how your family grew up. You just take it in some things as normal yeah. or that's the way things should be. That's the systematic nature of the racism that people talk about that you yeah. know, people try and overlook. So I, I did enjoy this episode. Like I did, I did enjoy it, but I'm curious, maybe I could see, cause I, I do follow a lot of certain uh, black people on Twitter and they talk about some of these things. I'm going to mm-hmm. see if they mention anything about this episode and how they feel about it. Um, so what have I, you, did you watch anything else? No, nah, that's basically been, so you still haven't got the HBO max so you can watch King, no, King Kong or Godzilla. Not. not yet. Um, Y'all, just to say, King of Monsters is going to be leaving soon. I know that. Okay. I got to get on that then. Yeah. I, I forgot the date. Uh, you might check that out because I saw something like that's leaving. I said, why? That's an old movie. Can't it just stay there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they be rotating movies too. I mean, I know they rotate because HBO. HBO yeah. rotates generally. But I was thinking that because that was Warner Brothers, they would just keep it. Mm-hmm kind of there because ain't like you got your own you just yeah. kind of share with hbo but i, I guess do they like have that they at least kind of give rotate. you a heads up with that stuff and let you know oh yeah stuff is. they do and that's that's good because netflix they didn't i think they do it now maybe yeah, i don't I know if they do it now something on there like that but it's i don't see it like i see on the way hbo does it it is 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 in your face. Like you yeah. go down the home. There's page, literally it tells a thing you. that just says, "Here are the things that are going to be leaving. Check them out before they're yeah. gone." I need Netflix to do like be like that, and, oh, and like Game Pass, like like Xbox Game Pass mm. does that. Yeah, that's what that's what the carry box is like. Hey, this is time. about to yeah. leave. You want to play? You better get in there. Yeah. So I need yeah Netflix to do something like that because because you have so many movies and shit. I don't know you have <laughs> that. I might check them out. Yeah. Because it's easy to do movies. Like Game Pass is harder. Like, oh man, it's a 80 hour game. Do I want to play that now? Or I'm just going to have to miss out. Mm-hmm. Movies I can check out. Because if I see something leaving soon, it's oh shit, let me look at this real quick. I can do that. It might be something I really want to see. I know that Netflix shows aren't like the originals and aren't going right. to leave. Yeah. But it might be something that I didn't fucking know about because you don't really advertise those. No. You advertise your own shit. <laughs> so I'm always got to see what's trending. Oh, what's trending to see if there's something new. All right. So what I watched, I watched for the first time in my life, Star Wars, Star, I said Star Wars. I'm sorry. Star Trek, Wrath of Khan, Star Trek 2. Okay. So that is the Star Trek movie based on the original Star Trek series, like characters, and it came out in 82, I believe. And this is known to be one of the, probably the best Star Trek movie. I never watched it. I mean, now, the only Star Trek movies I have watched, I never watched the ones from the original cast. And I watched them fully. I saw bits and pieces of them. But I never watched them fully. Because I wasn't a Star Trek fan, really, then. Mm-hmm. So, the only Star Trek movies I have seen, I have seen Generations where Kirk was in there. I don't remember it, though. I have to watch that again, because I seen that while I was a real little kid. Uh, a little kid my dad was watching, and I was watching with him. I was bored watching it then <laughs> as a kid. I think I probably fell asleep. Um, I did, But I did go to the theaters to him to watch the second one of of the Next Generation crew. Oh. forgot what that was called. That was called... Um, 
<laughs> ah, I forgot what it's called. Damn, and I remember that because I I enjoyed it, even though I think it wasn't that good. I did enjoy it in the theaters. I don't know why as a kid. I, I was like, oh, I like this one. And then the new ones. That was like the only ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the one with Tom Hardy when he was young. He was a young Captain Kirk. Oh. I said Captain Kirk. I mean Captain Picard. Uh, I yeah, I'd never seen that. I heard that was horrible. That was like real. That was a horrible movie. That's what people say. I'm curious to see it. Now the Wrath of Khan. I watched it with riff tracks though. I watched the <laughs> riff tracks version oh, of okay. it. They were riffing it, but I was still watching the movie. The movie is pretty damn good. I see why people liked it. Like yeah. Khan was a great villain. Uh, who played him? Was it like Montalban? Yeah, Ricardo, yeah, Ricardo Montalban. Montalban. Yeah, he was good. As Khan, like, like that was a good villain. I was like, damn. And the, had the way, because I mean, he's a good actor. So I mean, I, I like the way he talks. Mm. And who else was in? I didn't know that Chris Christy Alley was in there. I didn't know she was in this movie. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. she plays a Vulcan. She wasn't that good. <laughs> okay. I think. I, I mean, I mean, she wasn't bad, but she just really, her purpose was eye candy because everybody else was old, basically. <laughs> so, so she was the eye candy. Gotcha. That's what she was there for. But she wasn't really really wearing anything sexy or nothing. I think. She, the only sexiest thing she had on was when she wore, she wore her hair down. She wore like regular clothes because she was in the elevator with Kirk, and he was like, "What are you wearing?" She's like, "This is um like some kind of garb." They say it's regulation, and she's and he was like, "Oh okay." I was like, "Oh okay," so, <laughs> but that's the most you get. Yeah, that's the thing with Star Trek. I mean, this is very conservative like there is not a lot of you know a lot of sex or there's probably not any in this movie it is strictly the science fiction this is the nerd nerdiest of nerds kind of movie <laughs> <laughs> so Chris she was there for a little something so you can get things in your mind he's like oh the sexy Vulcan I can think of things I can like for the spank bank or something, I don't know. But uh, that's it. Like there, there, there was nothing else going. There was nothing else going on with that. But the movie it's, itself, it was uh, pretty good. I did like the the cat and mouse with Kirk and Khan going at each other. The basically also like the chess match, like of them trying to figure each other out. Also saying Spock die and knowing that that, that made it even sad knowing that little Nimoy is really dead. Yeah. Like and seeing that scene, it, it was it was a little emotional there. I was got a little emotional, Daniel. I man, I don't I don't I, I'm going to edit this out. I'm going to edit that part out because I ain't going to tell people I got emotional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep like, those to no. yourselves though. <laughs> yeah, you gotta keep that shit inside. You gotta keep it down. Keep that stuff down. You be a man. All right, but no, yeah, no, but no. It was sad. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a sad scene because because I'm just thinking like, you know, you've been this, especially if you're a Star Trek fan. I mean, Spock is one of the the key the key characters. I mean, he is the it's, it's him and Kirk, him and Kirk, and then Bones, and yeah. So see him die, and then he he helps save them to get out. 
get away from the explosion. It was like, damn. But then, but now that I know that they just go find them the next damn movie, <laughs> which, which I don't know. I wonder because I don't know the story of how he, how he comes back to life. I have no idea. I got my suspicions what it is though. But it's like oh, the search for Spock. It's like what the guy's dead. I said I guess they could. People people are upset. Like no, we don't want Spock to die. And nowhere to find him in heaven. <laughs> so it yeah it was. Yeah, it was. And the riffs, the riffs were funny. The riffs were funny as shit. They, they, they were hilarious. Like I really, I really enjoyed them. So it, it's, I like watching riff tracks of movies of these movies, and I like watching them of the old movies too. Because I think I was looking at the. I told you about it. The uh, Black Man in Harlem or something is mm-hmm. called that black exploitation. Oh man, that. Because that movie was done so poorly. I mean, hey, at least hey, I'm just glad they they got to do a movie. You know, they they got to do it. I mean, but it's just it was done so poorly. I mean, but they probably had a budget. They probably had no budget. You know, it's probably it's just goddamn. It's hard to make a movie, guys. And you and if you got no willing connections, it's hard to get out there. So I good good for them to even try, but. I'm glad they made it so it could be ripped on because it's definitely it's definitely funny as shit. Yeah, seeing that, seeing it, talk about that, and that's on that's on YouTube. I believe that's on YouTube just to mm-hmm. watch for free. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? I think that's it. That's um, all I watched. So, oh, but about the Wrath of Khan, I, they really want to show that um, Malta Bond's pecs in that. Um, <laughs> movie <laughs> like they got this shirt and like this yeah I, I like how the riffs be saying like when they get closer to him it's like oh yeah look at my pecs you <laughs> say look at my pecs <laughs> yeah that that was definitely give that man some cleavage yeah they really be showing that cleavage off yes they do oh yeah and this is what that this is the movie where captain kirk finds his son he 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 didn't know me he didn't know he had a son like the, I'm the sure one there that are kept more it, of them out there yeah. that he doesn't know about. Oh yeah, and uh, from another species. Uh-huh, yeah, they exactly. are. <laughs> All right, so I guess we'll take a quick. Oh no, what's that supposed to say? Take a break. I forgot. We gotta do what, what we've been playing. Video games. <laughs> the games we've been playing. So you can start off. All right. Yeah, I've been playing more murder by numbers. I finished the first case in that. Much like a Phoenix Wright game, it kind of goes into the next case but it's it's got ties into the previous ones that i'm sure as you get later into the game it'll tie them all together um still having fun with that still like the writing and that stuff um all the characters are are very well written and interesting in ways i'm not going to say likable uh the main character is extremely likable as is the robot sidekick that you come across um and so far, none of the storyline puzzles that I've run into have been particularly uh, brain-wracking. Like, like I was saying, the some of the ones that you do in the robot's memories, which are just like bonus puzzles, have been extremely hard. Um, but they do give you a lot of help if you if you want it. They give you hints. They give you... A, you know, basically a check to see whether you're doing it right or not. And, and that stuff is all extremely helpful to keep you from getting stumped for too long anywhere. If you don't want to be. Um, okay. So yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and then do you want to talk about this one? 
before yeah. or after. Okay. Uh, you were telling me about a game because I didn't watch. There's an Indie World uh, Direct that we're going to talk about later in the news, but they had one this week, and I hadn't watched it yet, but you texted me about a game called Never Yield uh, that is a runner, kind of in the same fashion as like a bit trip runner, um, but with a definitely different aesthetic. It's a 3D world, but on a 2D plane, and it has very stylistic elements like uh, some dark tones, but also very bright things scattered within. Also, of course, in runner fashion, it gives you the ability to run forward. Uh, this all on the D-pad. Run forward, duck down, do kind of like a side parkour flippy move or just like a high jump. Um, and all those are color coded and they color code the obstacle that you need to avoid, yeah. which is nice. Um, and it takes they, place in Detroit. Yes. Like, uh, a, like a futuristic, a futuristic Neo, yeah, yeah. Neo Tokyo style Detroit. And you play as a, a black man. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. I think so it's created by a black person too. Yes. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed it from the bit that I've played. I've played about two levels of it so far. Um, I found they give you some like um, accessibility options, like they they'll let you slow down before the obstacle comes. I found that that kind of messed up my timing because I was pressing buttons a little sooner than I needed to because they slow down like a decent amount before the obstacle is coming. Um, so I was equating that with like, oh, it's slowing down for me to press the button now kind of like quick time event style thing instead of slowing down to give you a, a chance to go, okay, let me recognize what that obstacle is and then let me um, enact that. So I started playing the second level on what they call the hard mode um, or is it easy, normal and hard? I don't know. I Whatever the middle yeah. option is. I, um, darn, I forgot what it was. Yeah. And that, that just cuts back on the, the slowdown. They still do a touch of it, but it, it cuts it back enough that I felt more comfortable playing it that way. So yeah, that was cool. What did you think, Dominic? Yeah, I enjoy what I played of this. Yeah, I I never really played runners, mm-hmm. I, so I never played that burial run. I remember you telling me you tried it, and you didn't yeah. like it. So I never say again. I never had touch a, a runner before. So did you? Wait, did you try Bit Trip Runner? Yeah, I, I like the original Bit Trip Runner a lot. I played a little bit of what, two or three or whatever the one was. I ended up picking up on the Switch super cheap uh, like a year, probably two years ago at this point when we talked about it. Okay. Yeah, so, see, yeah, I never I played Bit Trip. experience with yeah. that stuff. Yeah, so I never played Bit Trip Runner. So this is a sort of new concept, like just free running and you got to just dodge. Mm-hmm. I mean, except for like maybe in certain games where they have a mode where that just happens. But... I did, yeah, I did enjoy. It. I, I like the style. I love, like you said, the, I like the style of it, the mm-hmm. stylistic look of it. The, the music is good. I like the music, and I, I hate when I mess up because like, oh no, the music. It's uh, <laughs> like it, I, I mess up the music, but yeah, it, it really goes with the beat and everything. And yeah, it seems like a nice little indie game, like a, a, a game, especially like to play on the Switch. Mm. I can definitely see myself playing this. Like, nice little game and, like, going to different levels. Like, how many levels was it? Because I felt like it was... Did it skip a level? Because I got to... It goes to level five. Do you play five levels? And I just was so into it. I just 
forgot three and four. Yeah, I'm not I sure remember, I didn't get that far yet. Oh, because I got yeah, I got to five when it says this is the end of the demo. Uh-huh. But I was like, I don't remember three and four. <laughs> I don't remember those That's the thing other, about I, like a runner though. Like if, if the levels are usually relatively quick. And if you're like into the rhythm, like they, it just kind of flows into another one. Like you're like, all right, let's get into the next one. Let's get, yeah. And I could see it just, you know, breezing by in that way too. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know how many levels are in it, but it, it's a good amount to get to know the game, to get to know what this kind of game this is, if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I mean, it's nice. It's it's a cool it's a cool game. I it's you can't I think you pre-order it. Uh, once it come out, it did have a date. It is. Let's see if I have it down here. Uh, July twenty twenty. Oh nope, that's last stop. What uh, May nineteenth? Okay, so it's relatively soon. Yeah, almost, almost, almost like a month away, a little over a month. So yeah, I want to look up more about the guy created because mm, Ariel Knight is his yeah screen name. Well, that's. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I don't not think that's his, unless he changed it. I, he just I mean, needs to go like full Ultimate <laughs> Warrior and just get his name changed to his screen name, his persona. <laughs> I wonder. Like, I want to learn more about him because I don't. I always talked about in this space. Like, I don't see a lot of black creators, you know, mm. in this space. Um, and I mean, I, I and I do like a, a black developer and a guy. Uh, People who work who work in the industry, I like yeah. to get to know to know them, and so this is like one of the big like this is the first time I've seen that, and like and especially to be on the stage of the indie world to mm. be promoted. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not really I'm not gonna say I'm really showing bias. I mean, I'm showing a little bias. <laughs> like I'm not just gonna buy it because he's black. Because right. if I didn't like the game, I didn't like the game. But I actually did. Someone enjoy this game. I did. I did. I did. Um, enjoy this game quite a bit. Like it's, it seems like a good game just to kind of like Thumper. Those games like where you just be in the zone and just zone out on, and like you could just um like going with the beat. I like because I mean mm-hmm. it's like it's not really going with the beat, but it's like the music keeps keeps me going. Just like in Thumper, Thumper has like a certain beat to it too, like that kind of yeah. keeps you going and like you just. Just to keep playing, like you just keep playing for even just a little bit of time, thirty minutes or so, or something, or maybe I mean, if you're really into it, you might get to an hour. But it's just like I don't know. It just seems more soothing or something for me. It's like it's something that makes just keeps me almost like and I don't. I'm just like a euphoria or something like that. Mm. I, I can't really explain it. That I just I like those type of games. Yeah. It's that zone. Uh, you get into the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another game because there's other games like that where I just like just be so zoned out on and I just be in it like this pressing button. Like, yeah, you go fast pace and faster. I'm trying to think of another game. It's, it's other games has been like that. But those are the ones that just come to mind right now. I just got to think of it. But yeah, this is the type of game that I feel I get from this. All right, so you didn't play anything else, right? No, that's it for me. Okay, so the games I played, uh, I played some more Trails. I played a little bit of Hades, too, but it's not much. I'm not going really to talk about Hades until I actually beat it, because I don't think it's going to be much changing from that. 
so uh what else have i played oh five fantasy seven remake so i went through all of the wall market and i i, I recorded a lot of it uh, i didn't record the whole thing though but i record yeah because it, it's a it's quite a it's quite a few things to do there and i'm thinking i'm gonna do i come back because there's some things i couldn't do so I'm wondering you come back to Walmart. Well, uh, technically you do come back because you got to climb up that wall, right? To go to Shimra's oh, yeah. headquarters. Mm-hmm. So if you play Final Fantasy VII, you know about it. Like you got to go through and try to sneak in to save Tifa. Or, or well, it's not, well, you're protecting her because you don't really know. She's not really captured. She's purposely went there. Anyway, it's done differently, though. So, there's a fighting tournament you have to do in this now. And you have to talk to these three heads of Wall Market before you talk to Don Cornero, Cornero, whatever his name is. Mm. It's not done the same as it was in the first Final Fantasy VII. It's Ares. You you try to get dressed for Ares. That's what you're really trying to do. And then you realize you can't get in. Um, with her, so you then you have to. Then Aries tells you someone told her that hey, yeah, we got a plan for you, and you have to get so you have to get a dress. But before mm-hmm. all that, you're doing a lot just to get the dress for Aries, though. You do all these little side quests. Um, you like I said, you fight in a fighting tournament. You fight in a fighting tournament a couple times. Then and the inspiration for the old god, like the inspiration was, I remember in the game was that doing dressing a man. Mm-hmm. Like that was his inspiration to make the dress, like he to to go back. Cause you remember he was all drunk in the bar. But in this, the inspiration was I for damn I forgot what it was. It was like a ticket to the Honey Bun. Oh, the Honey Bee Inn. He went he wanted to go to Honey Bee Inn, so they changed ah. it. They changed it to like that's what it was. But you end up going to the Honey Bee Inn because the guy there, a a feminine man, there. He's um he looks like he could be like bi. Like he's a real like like real flashy guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's gonna get make you a he was gonna he's gonna make you a dress. He's gonna get you all dressed up looking good like a woman. But he said you first you have to you have to do a dance with me or something. And you got this dancing minigame. It is silly as hell, Dan. <laughs> this is like what the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's like, goodness gracious. It was funny, though. It was funny. Um, it was fun, though, doing that stuff. I mean, it was, it was fucking weird, but it was, it was fun. But you don't do, I was, cause I was wondering, like, are we gonna do that bathhouse thing where all those men, like, take, take a bath with you? <laughs> like, in a, do you remember doing that in Final Fantasy VII? Uh, a little bit, maybe. I mean, cause, I mean, you don't have to do that. Because I would, you don't even have to go to the Honey Bee Inn. No? Because you could just go. No, you don't have to go. Huh. All you have to, because you could just put the dress on and you'll just, you know, you'll just be plain though. Like in the first one, oh, okay. there was choices. Right. You could yeah, get you got the, the best crappy looking. clothes. Or yeah. The, yeah, okay. Yeah, because he can choose you. Or you could get the crap clothes and he doesn't choose you and you have to fight your way to go save whoever he picks. Either he picks Tifa or he picks. Um, Aerith. Oh, Aerith. They do call Aerith in the game, Daniel. They don't call Ares. So they just changed it over to her Japan name. Gotcha. Uh, but 
so this time it it's not like that. Like you're going to look the best. At, at least I feel like that. That's the case because it seems he just picked me, Carnero. But yeah, in the first game there was a like a part where you could choose what room to go in, and I chose a room and it was like a whole. I said the one I thought it was gonna be a lady coming and get me do something with me. So yeah, and then there's a whole bunch of men, and then. Uh, I think I fainted and did a guy said, oh, are you all right? And something like that. I was like, what? I, I don't know. Um, oh, no. <clears throat> I'm misremembering. I, but I know it was, a, it was a scene where like like a whole bunch of men and then you taking a bath. I, it was fucking weird. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I was kind of hoping <laughs> if that would happen so I can really see what the hell is this about. But nah, they didn't do that. You do with some dance number with this guy. And yeah, it was crazy. It, it It's... It was fun. It was fun. Um, I, where am I at now? So I'm, I'm just at the part. I fought that monster in the sore, and now we're trying to get back to Sector Seven because we know, you know, they're about to drop the plate on those people. So I know I'm spoiling this shit, but I'm, I'm just really just saying stuff that happened in the first game. Yeah. So it's not like I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry if if you were like trying to, you were playing the game for the first time. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, I like. For me, it's more of just intrigue of the way they are, like, making the story um, different from the original game. That's what I like. It, it, it's, it's, making it, it's interesting to see, like, hey, how, how are they going to change this? Or how are they going to do this differently? That's really what the intrigue is. Now, if I'm just looking at it as just a game, like just a playing game, it's just okay to me. It's just basically okay. This is just more just me with nostalgia. Nostalgia mixing with something new. That's really where I'm having more the most fun at. Like if I, if we take that away, I don't think this game should even be talked about for game of the year. That's why I find oh, it weird. Okay. That's why I think it's a little weird to me that it was like nominated for game of the year cuz I'm like Really? I said, there's, there's got to be a lot more better games than Final Fantasy VII Remake. I mean, I mean, I guess if you want... if I guess it is no rule to not include that. Like, hey, if nostalgia helps make this game better for you, then okay. It could be your game of the year. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just thinking... Uh, tell me that's what it is. Because, like, I'm not getting specifics on why people... Like, for the, for the masses. Like, I understand personal people. Like, people like, you know, regular Joes, like, think this is their favorite game. Yeah, I, I understand. But I'm like, why do you think this will be nominated? Should be nominated for Game of the Year over some other game? I don't know. I mean, I I appreciate it for what it is. I like it. But I guess maybe they say that's enough. That's enough to make a Game of the Year. I don't know. I mean, this is, I mean, I'm having fun. I'm going to call it a Game of the Year. I'm going to be... It might be my top 10, but I got to see. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. No, actually, I don't know. I don't know. It would be in my top 10. If I played, if I played all the games that were part of game of the year mm-hmm. in the, in the games I did play, I don't think it would be my top 10. Yeah. I don't think it would be. All right. Uh, so what else did I play? I pl- okay. We talk about never yield. I played some more outsiders. I played just solo. Did some side quests. I mean, I finished off the main one of these main quests I was on because this check there are checkpoints. So I finished that off, and then I did some side quests. 
yeah, this it's something about this game that I just enjoy better. It's like I can just get into this game a whole lot easier than Division and Destiny. Definitely more than Soul and Destiny. Like, yes, Destiny is still the better shooter. I mean, it's the first person shooter. And between the Division and this game, I I don't know if one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it probably is, but it's not. I, I'm okay with the shooting. Like, the shooting in both is fine. It's fine. But by Outriders, it's just, it's something about this a whole lot easier to get into. I think I like the powers. The powers was making it more interesting in the Division um, than using the, uh, well, Division, they don't use powers. They use, what, the equipment, like special equipment, like the drones and the the smart mines or something like that. Those little balls that blow up that goes to the enemy and blows up. But this, I lo- I love the powers in this game. It, it, it's it's fun to use, and it it it's, yeah. The game is, I think it's easy. The man- inventory management is a lot easier. Um, definitely than the vision. It's probably closer to Destiny, but I I think it's a little bit better for me than that. Even though I think it still could be better. Like I still think it's still too much, but it's it, it's it's okay. For this type of game. But the load times, man, some of them are too long, man. Some of these load times are too long. Like I am was just waiting for a while just to get somewhere. Uh, but sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not that long. Like when I was getting when I was going to a new area though, like a whole new area. Like there was one, like a I found a new camp I can be at. And so now it's like two camps I can go. So I'm going to another camp. I guess it's equivalent to like Destiny going to a new planet. But, like, the load times were just taking so long. I was like, God damn, it's really going to take that long to um, load up all the assets for this? I said, I don't like that. I, I mean, I guess it's better, hey, if I had an Xbox Series X, it would be a whole lot better. Or, or running on PC, it's probably a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I do in the game? But the, the side quests, the side quests are better. Oh, that girl didn't die. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. I thought she just died who got shot. Mm-hmm. It looked like she's going to survive, so that's good. I'm curious how she survives, though, because I'm like she got still like she got shot in the fucking throat. So I wonder can she even talk again? But I guess I see her if I go through the main quests again. But the side quest stories are pretty good. Like they're they're interesting. Uh, it's and the story I I like the story is I think is I. I know I know what's going on. I think it's better than what Destiny is. Um, only because Destiny, I just didn't take the time to read it. <laughs> you know, so but the story, like so far on the quest I'm working on now, I was I got this satellite uplink because there's still a ship in space with um like people in pods in there, then cryo. So there's still a ship up there, but they had no way of contacting it down on the new planet so for all these years they've been trying to find a satellite the satellite uplink to so they can contact it and i found it so now we're going to try to contact that ship because it has more resources and more scientists and stuff um on that ship that can possibly um help us so yeah i wonder where this story goes like what's the and what's the end game so far now like where does it end at until they put on some more DLC to continue it. Yeah. 
but yeah, this game this game is fun. Yeah, you should try it out. Yeah, play play with your daughter. Give her control. <laughs> she can she can play with you. Uh, what else have I played? I played a little bit of Zombie Army Four, just a little bit, just to try it out. And that that's fun. That's fun playing. I think I might play more of that. I mean, it's it's a third person shooter, so it it's like to me. I was just like just playing Outriders. It's like oh, but it's different, of course. It's you know take place during World War Two times. Apparently, uh, maybe this is from the last game. You did kill Hitler. Zombie Hitler, I guess. Okay. But the dead is still marching on. Because <laughs> that's how the story goes. When I saw the campaign that was telling the story. and But shooting the enemies. Oh, my God. Like, if you're sniping, like, they'll do a slow motion shot. Like, I guess this was, this used to be, what, a mod of Sniper, right? That's where it came from? That's what I thought it was. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it came from it was from that game, and then it it just became a franchise, its own franchise. And because when you do like a sniper shot, it'll do a slow mo, and then it shows it going through the zombie's head, and like you see the bones fracturing and shit. It looks it looks so awesome, which is like like sniper does. So I think it, it continues that. And I like I like how they show combos, like oh combos of you um, sniping dudes or shooting them. And you have to keep shooting to keep the combo going. Yeah, that just makes it a whole lot more fun. It's so satisfying, too, just sniping the shit out of the zombies. So, yeah, I think I might be playing this. It's just scratching that, that shooter itch. Like, that and Outriders are scratching my shooter itch right now. Like, I've been having that itch, and it's been I, it, it's been scratched. <laughs> I play a little bit of Horde mode. I died, though. Um, and it started from the very beginning. Like, I was hoping they start me from the checkpoint where I got to open a new area. But I want to try it out a little bit more of that mode. It, it's, I think it's more reminiscent of Call of Duty Zombies. More so than a traditional, like, Gears Horde mode. Because, like, oh, new areas open up. Kind of like what Call of Duty Zombies does, you know. Mm. It opens up to make the areas bigger. And you get different weapons. You pick up different weapons. So, you, you I think you start out maybe with a pistol or something. But then you can pick up a rifle and yeah, so it's like you don't have a loadout. You have to pick up your weapons, which I kind of wish it was just a loadout. But I'll probably play that mode a little bit more. But yeah, I think I'm gonna get some more hands with this game because uh, it's good. Just it's just one of those things where I just like yeah, I just like shooting shit, like just killing shit, and not a whole lot of story, you know. Just going around and just um. Mass burning zombies. I mean, that's that's <laughs> this is what everybody lo- likes to do. And I think that is it. That's for all I played. So I guess we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. Let's go back in time, shall we? Doodle doodle doodle. And we're back. And we're flashbacking to April 2011. And this week we had Divinity 2: The Dragonlike Saga was released on the Xbox 360. And you told me that it was released in the PC, what, like that, the previous year, November? Yeah, November? from what I can find, it seems like November of 2010 is when the PC version of this came out. Yeah, so this is uh, the Divinity franchise, uh, you know, it's a whole, it's, it's, I mean, if you don't know, it's a big fr- RPG franchise. Well, it's become big now. Uh, yeah, they had original two Sin recent just really yeah. blew it back up. Exactly. And yeah, Original Sin and Original Sin 2. So now... This was before that, um, Divinity 
2. And this was, while Original Sin and Original Sin 2 are isometric RPG games, this is like a, a third-person view RPG, like a more traditional type of view uh, if you played, you know, Elder Scrolls in them. Well, Elder Scrolls, you can go first-person or third-person. But it looks like that. It looks like a, a third-person Elder Scrolls somewhat. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, graphically, uh, it's not that great. Even even for that time, it doesn't look that great. But I think it it, it seems all right, you know, for that type of game, for those type of games. Those there's an audience for those type of games. And I think you say it got rated at probably around the seventies, I think, yeah. uh, or sixty two. You say it on three sixty, but like eighty. Yeah, it seemed like that was the original version, and then yeah. the Dragon Knight Saga oh. scores went up, so it was like seventy two for okay. Xbox and eighty two for PC. So the original one was released on Xbox Two, or did this got the Dragon Knights? They they got both. They got both. I think they got both. From what I was okay. able to say. Uh, what's the next game we got here? We got Lego Battles Ninjago, baby. You know you love the Ninjago, those Ninja Legos. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's like what's so? What's better, the Ninjago's Daniel or the Pirados. what were they called? The the the, the, the they're not called Barados. <laughs> Uh, no. I always say Ninja versus Pirate, so Ninjago versus Pirado. I, oh, oh Pirado. I'm talking about the one, the Britannica. What was Bionicles. that? Bionicles. You remember Bionicles? Yes. What the fuck were they, man? They were not Legos. I don't know. At least Ninjagos were closer to actually being exactly. Legos. Like, Bionics were like some weird in-between between lego and the like technics or something like that and like they were making that big yeah it was they huge were, for a while but i thought it was gonna be a tv show i think they tried to do one but i don't think it last because uh, I, I was I feel like, like maybe that came after like they had already burned the franchise with all I the think movies they, that i they think it did out. like because they already the, oversaturated they should have came with the show with the with the damn legos yeah like or at least very soon after because I will see the commercials for them, and of course I'm all just—that's when I'm just hyped up for anything that's computer animated. And I was like, "Oh, this looks all right." I mean, I wasn't going to buy no toys or nothing, but I was like, "Okay, this." Are, wait, were they there when we were young, or we were in like middle school? I forget. The Bionics—they uh, were definitely later. It feels like um, definitely like post Beast Wars stuff. But, yeah. Um, Definitely, yeah, post Beast Wars. Okay, I so, mean we were we were selling out of them at Target when we were there stocking them. So that that was definitely later, but they definitely came out before before that. Yes, I'm about to say I, I know they're before that, but yeah, and I guess that just went away because now you got everything else. I mean, we got I mean the Jagu became is big. Yeah. That's that's huge. I mean, they just had a. A full series uh, that did ten seasons. When I looked on Netflix, because uh, I was just curious, Good like Lord. how long that lasts? Ten seasons, and and they seasons got a new one out. Episodes each, really? No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. It was more than five episodes. Uh, it was quite a few. Probably one of those cartoons that they just put on every day, so they're just like two years oh, yeah. worth of stuff. Oh yeah, that that came on every day. But you know what? It it ain't come on multiple times like. Teen Titans or other shows they had on, or like how regular show and mm. Adventure Time was, where they just put them on like fifty times a day. Yeah, 
but yeah, Nujago, man. I mean, it's a, it's huge. I mean, because you got you got this video game here. Like I said, they had ten seasons. Now they got a new series that just came out, and I that's probably been multiple, for multiple seasons, I believe. Now on Netflix, exclusive Netflix, I believe. And then you had the Nujago movie, which I don't even think is canonical with this TV series because <laughs> they're real Legos, like it's real, real Legos in oh, the movie. Okay. It's, I mean, you know, just like the Lego movie. It's mm-hmm. not. It's done in the way like the Lego movie's done. So not just While, full, you know, weird CG stuff. Yeah. So huh. it's. I I, I, just, I was I was always curious. Like, is this the same people or what? I, maybe I'll watch it one day. It's just what happens when you get a bigger budget. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they. Yeah, I guess they. Those toys just sell out a lot. I wonder why kids like that. Because I would. I don't know. I don't know if I care about the ninjas. Ninjas are cool. Plus, they like had actions and stuff. I think that was that probably be part of it. Like you could, you know, shoot them off of things and whatnot. Oh, like they yeah. had launchers. They also had like the spin tops, so like you can catch on on the Beyblade stuff at the same time. I think Beyblade. Yeah. Don't act like you don't remember Beyblades, Dominic. I, I know Beyblade, but you said you said they yeah they, they had like little spinning tops that you put them on. And they oh, you say it's like Beyblade. Oh, okay. yeah, like Beyblade. Oh, they talk about like they they combined them. They, they're doing. <laughs> I forces. mean, basically, they just ripped off the Beyblade idea. Oh, oh but because that's you no, know that's one of their moves in the show to do this, mm. this twisty tornado. Gotcha. That's why they do the twisty tornado because it's a toy. Yep. That does it. Uh, Everything goes back to money, Dominic. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what else we got here? Oh, the Michael Jackson exper- the experience came out oh, for the man. 360 PS3 for the Move and I'm sure the um, Connect. Yeah. I believe it was on a Wii. Uh, yeah, I, think they, I believe it came too. on a Wii. Yeah. I want to say it was so on I, I, I gotta say it's at first. some point, too. Yeah, it's got to be come. It had to be first up there. Or it comes later. One or the other. Yeah. All right. So, what else we got? We got Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. I remember that game. It's uh, I believe it's uh, Action rpg somewhat like um I, I think i tried the demo on 360 when it was on um it was on the xbox live arcade okay but my magic they used to just make that franchise was another franchise that did a lot of games they had mm. a lot of games yeah, like might the, and magic the one i think of all the time and maybe it's not even might and magic but it's the first person one where you could like fucking do the 300 kick to orcs and stuff Oh yeah, yeah. Then you have, of course, the what's the other game? Like the board game, Dungeons uh, and Dragons. No. Oh, the orcs! What the orcs? War, War Warhammer. Warhammer. Okay. Yes, the Warhammer franchise. Both of them. The thirty thousand, whatever the hell year, future <laughs> year it is. Regular in four K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 40K. yeah. So you you have both of those. It's like those franchises just pump out games. Well, now I only see Might of Magic. Warhammer is just pumping out games like crazy. Yeah, like I'm, I'm seeing them a lot. Whatever <laughs> tides, a lot. yeah, Riptides. Yeah. And then you have the Dwarf game that's like Diablo, C- Cross Chaos Bane or something. It's called mm, that. I keep yeah. seeing advertised sometimes to be on sale. You have the Inquisitor. Which is oh, like an action yeah. game. <laughs> I forgot that, yeah. Even even ones that are similar they have coming out. Like, oh, why are you doing another one like that thing that you already made? 
Yeah, it's it's very similar to the games they had. So I'd be like, I mean, it, it's I guess they're they got people people buy them. I mean, I guess there's enough people buying that anything with that franchise that they can just pump them out like that. And I guess I guess there's a lot of story there too. I mean, that in that franchise, so there's a lot of things to build from there. All right, so what else we got here? We got Patapon Three. I forgot there was a third one. Oh on yeah, the PSP. I forgot. Yeah, was there a um? What was the other Yo Loco? Was there a Loco Roco Three too? I don't know. It was a two. Think so. I don't think. Oh, so Patapon beat him. Patapon beat him then. And I like that. I had the first game. That game was fun. I didn't play enough of it because I broke my PSP. But I had yeah. that and Local Roco. Those games were fun. They were nice handheld games, you know, just to mm. have fun with. And his uh, the movie you got to watch, Daniel. Rio had a game <laughs> that came out on everything. I'll get right on that. Set on HBO <laughs> Max, too. Oh, I have no idea. PS3, Xbox 360, Nintendo DS, and Wii. I... I mean, I didn't think the movie was that good. Like I said, I didn't, finish, I didn't even finish it. Oh, apparently it's on Disney+. Plus. I guess it was a Fox movie, maybe? So what the what? It was a... Oh, yeah, maybe it, was it a probably Fox was a Fox movie. one. It probably was the was it Blue Sky. Yeah, yep. It's Blue Skies. Huh. Yeah, I have to watch that. Run of Tanks is on... I Oh, Windows. Okay, I read that wrong. I thought I was going to say we. Now, Run of Tanks, though. <laughs> Ten years. Man. That game is still going, man. Yeah, they're it celebrating is, too. They're giving away yeah. some shit. Yeah, I just watched a, a video of it, and I remember why I did not care about this game because because <laughs> um, I, I, I did play a little bit of it, but I was like, oh man, this is slow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it like, seems like it's for the kind of tank enthusiast that I am not. Yeah, and I mean, that's a fast thing. I didn't see one take this rolling fast. But it probably it's probably compensating though or something like it probably had a, a huge firepower. But <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, damn, thing. yeah. I was like, this is not my game. I was, I mean, it it still they are moving faster than normal tanks, but it's still not a fast pace. It's not that type of shooter. It is a tank shooter, which uh, yeah, it's yeah. But hey, they got a. It's been going on for ten years. People love that game. I remember I keep hearing about it too. Like World mm-hmm. of Tanks. It just it's world like you just fight in tanks. And I was like, oh, that sounds like it'd be cool. Then when I finally got on 360 for I mean to try it, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> it is, it's definitely not for me. Yeah. Um, another game that was released. Ten years, Daniel. Portal 2. Man. What a game. It's funny it says Steam release. I'm like, what else was released on? I mean, it is Steam made this game, right? I mean, I mean, I but mean that also came, was, or was, yeah, that also came out like when they launched Steam on the PlayStation. Wasn't that, didn't that launch at the same time? I was, I thought, I thought it was, but because I all thought this, I, that's, I bought it on the PlayStation 3. And then you were like, God damn it, I can't play on that. Like, we couldn't play together or something like that. Yeah. Because, yeah. And we still have, have not played together sharing since. stuff like that. Of course, I'm trying Steam to see. doesn't it's, really do that well either. So, is this April 18th, 2011? Let me see what it says for PlayStation 3. It says show dates. It came out. No, oh, it came out the 19th too. I don't know why it didn't have just have the. I, I looked up there too. I was like, "Where's 
the other versions. They didn't show it. Okay, so at least everywhere. Uh, or this week, Portal on all systems. So Portal Two. I mean, you can talk about because you you beat it. I did, I still have not played this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was incredible the story stuff that they do with that, and I've played a very little bit of the co-op stuff, but it it seems fun and also infuriating in a way that I don't know that I'm prepared to 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 do with most people. Like just because even in that game and in, in the original game too, like some of the timing stuff that you have to do with portals but then you have to like rely on another person to do it at the same time as you. It's just like, ah, um, yeah. So I, it's, it's a very good game. That's, that's pretty much all I can say. It's been so long since I played it, but it's, it's definitely up there as one of the top games. Yeah. That's a game. I just need to get my hands on. I mean, you know what? I just, I like portal. I got the portal late cause I got Mm. the orange box for, uh, for Team Fortress 2. Yeah. That's what I got it for. I wanted Team Fortress 2, and I played the hell out of it when it first came out, and then I just stopped. Uh, I mean, like ball games. I mean, I got to move on. I have to move mm-hmm. on then. Um, so, uh, it's, <laughs> but, and, and I liked Half Life 2. I want to try Half Life. Half Life yeah. 2. So, Portal, everybody kept talking about Portal and stuff. I, I was like, uh, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm going to play my Team Fortress and my Half Life 2. So, after I. Played all them and got and played the shit out of Team Fortress Two. I didn't play Portal probably till more than a year later, and mm-hmm. then finally I said, "Oh yeah, this is a nice puzzle game. This is a very good game." Now I don't know why people really loved it. And Portal Two I was yeah, I, w- I was thinking about playing with you, but things came up. I think this was around the time you left Target, right? Uh, this is at least close to it. Yeah, it's got to be somewhere around there. Yeah, eleven. So, and, uh, yeah, and plus, I think we had different schedules. I think our schedules, schedules were really mm. off, and, like, because you were working some weekends, yeah, I working, and I was, yeah. yeah, and I wasn't working weekends. So, we couldn't really find time to play, so, yeah, that's why I never, I think, I, and then I just, just lost interest. I didn't even have interest of even trying it. Yeah, but that single player stuff is good, and I think it didn't, it didn't just rely on like the same old GLaDOS stuff. Like she was still there, but they also introduced characters like Cave Johnson, who was um, the guy that plays J. Jonah Jameson, the bald guy in the movies. Yeah. Um, and also and Invincible. Invincible. Yes, and the Invincible. Here, Amazon property Invincible. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, uh, what is this? Steam Wright or whatever the, the British guy is that's with Ricky Gervais sometimes. Um, he was like the orb that you that went around with too. So there were a lot of fun characters in that game. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what else we? Uh, I think that's it. That is it for 2011. So now we're going back 20 years to 2001, and we got the Simpsons wrestling oh, came out. I was thinking about getting this game, <laughs> and then I read the reviews that it was horrible, so I oh, never yeah. did get it. I guess well, that's because yeah. it was just a PlayStation game. I didn't really think about it. But, yeah. I'm li- oh, I'm looking at yeah. the scores here. Two from Game Informer. That, one that's from the, That's the one I saw. Because I read the Game Informer magazine and it had a two. So I was the like, oh. The game so- was GameZone playing, giving it a 7.5 out of 10 <laughs> here. <laughs> and GameStop giving it a 6.4. Then I played a wrestling game. Apparently. 
<laughs> so this was this was pretty good to them. Also, Ill Bleed came out for DC. Uh, we talked about this game. That's that horror game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that girl, you said you lose clothes as yes. you <laughs> as she goes so along. So absurd. Yes. Oh God, you're such a prude, Daniel. You're such a prude. <laughs> no, this <laughs> game's just absurd. <laughs> All right, so it's realistic, Daniel. What do you think is going to happen with monsters? You're going to lose clothes. You're not That's wrong. That's what happens. Not wrong. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? Metal Slug X or Ten? I don't know what how they do it. I'm, I'm going to say, say X. both. <laughs> yeah, for the PlayStation came out. I never played Metal Slug. Never played that game. Have you ever played Metal Slug? A Metal Slug game? I've definitely had my hands on one at a certain point. Um, those are uh, what makes me think of them nowadays. Is like uh, Mercenary Kings, the one from Tribute Games, who are working on like the new Turtles game and stuff. Um, those guys they make similar like side scrolly. Weirdly cartoony war games. Yeah, they do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I... Mouse Slug, you know what? I never thought about what it was until just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Every time I read it or just saw it, for some reason, I always thought of a, like a, a literally a metal slug. <laughs> like, I thought it was like some slug monster or something, yeah. and you have to kill it. I don't know why. I, I don't feel like know why. if they haven't made a game where you fight a gigantic metal slug, then they've they've failed already. <laughs> well, maybe because I never put two and two together, like a slug, like a bullet. I never mm-hmm. put that together. I don't think I ever put that because I never said I never I never used that term slug. Right. I heard it, but I, and then metal slug. I just never thought about it. I just never put that term those terms together. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but anyway. Oh, 20 years, another uh, Heroes of Might and Magic game came out. So, <laughs> of course. Yeah, so, and, uh, see, and it was Heroes of Might and Magic Quest for the Dragonbone Staff. I don't know what kind of game this is. It came on PlayStation 2. The PlayStation 2 version released. So it was high quality. It was high quality PlayStation <laughs> 2. Uh, RPG or whatever. All right, so what else we got? Last and maybe least, because I don't know what this game got rated. Batman, Chaos, and Gotham came on the Game Boy Color. Mm, Chaos and Gotham. wonder what that game... Let's see what that game got rated. Oh, it's a, based on the cartoon. And, yep, and it got rated a 7 out of 10 on IGN. I feel like I saw somebody playing this on... Games Done Quick or something? Games Done Quick, yeah. Oh, nah, nah, maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, for a Game Boy Color, this looks pretty solid, I'll say. It does. I mean, it's it shouldn't be too hard to make like a side roller, right? <laughs> I don't like know. I, don't, I failed every time I've tried. I know. I mean, I know I'm just being... No, I don't mean like it's easy. I'm saying like, if you just want to make a good one, you, you can yeah. easy just copy somebody else, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's just... Like, if you know how to make games... I'm just going to make a Mario game. And then put Gianna <laughs> sisters in well, it or something. I beat them up. Like, just something to make people, kids, like, like mm-hmm. hey, I can just beat them up. Oh, yeah, this license stuff. I mean, they were pumping that shit out. And honestly, like, most of it was probably respectable. Like, I, like I've Why said, I've played Why did Game Boy Color want to make their cartridges see-through? Because that shit was cool in the 90s, Dominic. Like, everything I mean, was I know see-through. it's cool, but to do it for all... I, I, it should yeah. be special. That's true. 
Well, they were all special. That's why. And then like I used to hate see through consoles. Black black cartridges. I never did like them. See through consoles, like oh look, yeah. see through. You can see the chips. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's a reason why they were covered. I didn't want to see that shit. And see. Definitely had a uh, transparent green uh, cordless phone back in the day, Dominic, with a matching answering machine. So. Oh, what, you had that in your room? Yeah. You had your own phone number, too? No, no, no. Oh. Never that I remember special. that because my sister, I remember my sister used to be like, I always, I just want a phone in my room. And yeah. then she finally got one. But I was like, she don't got her own line, though. I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, I, I as a kid, I you know why it's like it's not your own line, but I guess convenience, convenience, of privacy. Get to yeah. go in my room, talk to my friends. I always wanted because you know how you used to have those candy, um, selling things, you know, mm. selling candy in schools. Yep. I used to always want the Garfield phone. <laughs> Hell yes, I mean, but I would never. Clarissa had one, right? Yeah. That oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Somebody had one. Yeah. But I just wanted from that magazine, though. Like, yeah. when the catalog. Like, you sold as many bars, you'll get the Garfield phone. I was, oh, my God, yep, I want the Garfield to send, phone. sell, like, $10 million worth of chocolate. I know. It wasn't very good. I was like, hey, I ain't get no close to that. I only <laughs> sold, like, five boxes. Exactly. <laughs> and that was a lot. <laughs> that, 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 would be that was a lot. Really was it. Goodness gracious, I wanted that damn phone. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, who the fuck I was going to call? I mean, most of my friends, we don't really sit on the phone and talk in elementary yeah. school. Like, I think I call a friend. We mostly just call and say something, and then we say, hey, I'll meet you outside. Right. <laughs> just, just, it was basic. I think it was just status to say, hey, look, I got a phone. And there's fucking Garfield in my room. Yep. <laughs> Here's one that looks like a hamburger. How about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see those. Yeah. I like, th- I like those, too. Those were cool, too. Novelty right. phones, Dominic. It used to be the coolest thing you could have. <laughs> All right, so that's it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get to the gaming news. All right.
and we're back. Let's get into the game of news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. First up, we're going to revisit a story we talked about probably quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit of time ago. Uh, Quantic Dream. They were having some issues with some tos- toxic workplace things at at some point around like 2018. Um, so they had went through a legal battle with that. I believe initially they lost that legal battle and then appealed that ruling. Um, and now a Paris court of appeals has determined that the images, at least that were part of this lawsuit, I think this lawsuit was specifically about some Photoshopped images where employees were taking the faces of other coworkers and putting them on suggestive and provocative imagery such as people in nazi uniforms some you know nudity and questionable sexual content type stuff um things of that nature but apparently the paris court of appeals has ruled that those images did not classify as homophobic racist or degrading towards the plaintiff in the case so i guess specifically for the person that brought forth this lawsuit Um, the decision also cited that there was no reported correlation between the images that went public and the employee that has since left the studio. So the judgment that followed ordered the employee to pay a total of 10,138 pounds, uh, to the quantic dream for retribution. So that's kind of rough. Um, court cases always seem kind of messy. Um, following that, of course, Quantic Dream got out there and kind of did a did a celebration dance. They released a cel- uh, statement. These objective, factual, and verifiable elements confirmed by the competent judicial or administrative institutions show indisputably that the allegations contained in these articles were untrue and likely to damage the studio's honor and reputation. So, Quantic Dream oh, has chosen what's up. So okay, like what so what what exactly are they saying in layman's terms? Like these photos they they weren't sexist or they from what I'm what? getting from it, I almost want to say that they aren't saying that they're not racist or sexist or objective in some way, but they're not towards the person that brought forth this lawsuit. Oh, is that towards them? Okay. If I had to, if I had to kind of, you know, figure out where their heads are, you know what I mean? Cause yeah, it's hard to look at some of these pictures and we saw some of them and it's like, these are not appropriate for the workplace now, but it's a fun workplace (laughs) to what level do they have to be offensive for it to, you know, be lawsuit worthy and cost the company tens of thousands of dollars or pounds or whatever. Um, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, not an HR person. I just, you know, keep my nose clean, Dominic. That's all I can do. So I yeah, I, I don't. I got a lot of boogies in there. <laughs> you blow it out sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't. I don't know where they're coming from because you know, again, this is seemingly a case that was decided by another, you know, court that said yes. In fact, these are, you know, valid, valid uh, accusations, I guess. Um, and then it was taken to the court of appeals. So. Yeah, I don't know, Dominic. Does this 
does this give you confidence that Quantic Dream is not a toxic place to work at and and things of that nature? Or are you still just like, ah, they got away with this one or somewhere in the middle there? It probably more in the middle. It's not so that they got away with it. Maybe it's just the white person didn't come forward or not mm. enough people didn't come forward. I don't, I don't right. know. Because, like, who brought the lawsuit? Like, how many people brought the lawsuit, I wonder? Is it just one person? One employee? Yeah, I wonder. I'm not yeah, sure about that. I, I'm curious. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I think... I still hope they clean up. I mean, yeah, if they, even they, they got away, but they they know, like, hey, we got to clean up. Yeah, clean up they're on head. our tails. Yeah. They're going to be watching us closely. I can't make another terrible game and also have a toxic workplace can only do one of those things yeah so. yeah i don't know what yeah it's like maybe if there were more people coming out or like i don't know who the employee like because like you said are the employees not in these photos yeah or it just happened to be someone that wasn't a specific part of one of these photos yeah is he not? In, is he or she not in them? I don't know. Is it he or she? We don't know the name of the employee, right? It's I'm a, not sure. Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if they were in them or if they were in. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I just think there were some things going. I I believe there were things going wrong. Definitely, I don't think yeah. that's is just like oh nothing was happening and it just uh, an employee was just disgruntled and just yeah. said false stuff. Yeah, because you don't you don't put yourself in that position because now they have to pay ten thousand pounds back to this company. So yeah, I, that's a risky endeavor. Yeah, for some pettiness. Yeah, that that sucks. But yeah, man, I hope it cleans up and I hope that person. I mean, if they were wrongly done, man. I mean, darn, I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah. Oh, Hopefully they can not. appeal the appeal. I don't know how yeah. that works. Can you do that? I feel I like no you idea. gotta be able to. Can, can, he, he, can that person just go to America and just <laughs> stay there and just don't resue him? Oh yeah, just not pay. <laughs> yeah, just uh, excommunicate himself from Paris or something. <laughs> yep. Do, do the reverse um, snow Snowden. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they can just meet up in Russia and hang out. Yeah, well, Russia, oh, you don't think you get away with yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like Paris either. Yeah. They don't uh-huh. like nobody. <laughs> All right, Dominic, and some other news. We got an update for the PS5. This seems like it's the first big one. Um, and it adds uh, quite a few features, but one of the bigger features that they're touting is the ability to archive PS5 games to a USB drive, much in the way that Xbox currently can. Um, you can use it basically as cold storage. You move your games there in case you don't want to have to download them again, and then you can move them back. But they have to be on the internal hard drive for you to play them. Because okay. PlayStation 5s require the power and speed of the built-in NVMe drive, much in the same way that the Xbox does as well. So. Yeah, uh, but you could. But the Xbox, they gave you the choice to play them, just not. It won't be a high power speed, right? No, not with um, not with Series X games. You can play the older games. You can play Xbox One games and not with the. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. You can then. still play the back compact games. It just won't take advantage of that that hard drive as much. 
So but, is that yeah. like that with the PS5? Can I have the B- PS4 games on there and just play them? Yeah, I believe that is the case for those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which does help alleviate the the space issues a little bit if most of what you're playing are some of the older games. Um but yeah, I mean you you hear a lot of the the journalists talk about that kind of thing. Now, granted, you know, how often does that happen for someone who's not playing a ton of games at the same time? But I'm also just kind of a digital hoarder, so I'll download all the games and never delete any until I'm forced to because I don't have space to download anything else. So that's why I like my PlayStation. I put a one terabyte drive in there and it lasted for a long time before it started to go, hey, you can't download anything anymore. I think it wasn't until like Miles Morales where that happened. Where it was like, hey, you, you're not going to be able to download this. Um, and at that point, I had to get rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we're still we still haven't gotten the update to enable the additional storage though. It has that slot in there to install a N- NVMe drive in there to make the internal storage bigger and that's still not usable. I mean, at least with the Xbox, they have those proprietary little cartridges that you just stick into the back of the Xbox and you can expand the internal storage to to fit more games there, but I don't know what PlayStation's doing. They're kind of dragging their feet a little bit. Meanwhile, there ain't no rush. uh, I mean, definitely not when you're the top selling console of, you know, or the fastest selling console, I guess, is the the terminology that's going around there, which, you know, I were talking about, like, how do you how do you do that when you're supply constrained, when you don't you weren't producing as many as we thought you would be? But I guess they are producing more than any previous console in the past. It's just selling out immediately, and we aren't seeing them, I guess. So, I don't know. Seems wacky. One of these days, we'll we'll get you know we'll get to the yeah. point where we'll actually be able to see one in person. <laughs> I yeah, guess. exactly. Oh no, I don't go to stores. I don't go out anyway. Yeah. So I ain't gonna never <laughs> see one in person. I told them they had to be delivered to me. <laughs> So I was joking. No, I yeah. sometimes wander through the electronic section when I'm buying my groceries at Walmart. Oh yeah, I, I well, yeah, I do wander there. And Usually, I avoid it though because there's like a Comcast or Verizon guy there. Like, hey, what service do you have? Whatever one you work for, buddy. I don't yeah. want to have a conversation right now. I'm here to oh, shop. Oh, you begin those guys. I got those guys one time, and yeah. luckily it was Xfinity. I mean, not Xfinity. Um, Verizon. So I was like, right. I already got you. Yeah. <laughs> if it's Xfinity, um, but yeah, I'll do. That. I, I the just, worst I just thing is that, like, I've you been to them. A Walmart. You know, no, you look at them, Daniel, and don't say nothing. <laughs> you just stare in their eyes, make them, make them feel uncomfortable. Just I look mean, at I, them. I will usually at least have one headphone in while I'm walking around the store, like, but it's usually not on the side that they would see, so I can't even like just play that off. Like, I'm not ignoring you. I just can't hear. Um, the one that gets me though, is like, there's literally a Comcast guy and a Verizon guy in the same store. So like down at the other end by the grocery, you have the Verizon guy. And then at the other end, you have the Comcast guy and you're like, I'm just going to say, I have whatever you have. Leave me alone, please. (laughs) Why do I look approachable? I really need to. To like grow out a beard and just ah when they yell oh, when you, they talk to you me. need to just just say something just crazy like just to make <laughs> them like be like hey say what like what service provider you have you just say like I like underpants <laughs> you just, just say just say just say something just ridiculous 
You're right. I, <laughs> I really should go about it. <laughs> and then the worst part is when you're like so – they don't even remember you. You're like so like nebulous that they ask you again and you're like, man, I already did this. I already told you. I don't want your service. Oh, yeah, you're that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so PlayStation's selling out fast and getting updates. And some other PlayStation-related news, though, Dominic. We got Days Gone. It has officially been announced as coming to the place, uh, the PC, personal computer, not play computer, The uh, on May 18th, so pretty soon. And right now, of course, we have it free for PlayStation Plus, so maybe that was kind of Sony's way of competing with this, although they're also the one releasing the game, so I guess doesn't really make much sense <laughs> yeah yeah but, like it would make sense if it was like um the, the baseball game because it's like technically even though they made the game mlb is publishing it so they're putting it on xbox making part of games pass so you're like undercutting them if you put it on playstation plus even though then you're basically just you know kind of leveling it out playing the plev- leveling the playing field that's what i was going for there um so yeah, Days Gone. Seems like it's not as bad a game as it seemed like it initially it was. I don't hear a lot of people shitting on that game. They might not praise it as much as something else, but it seems for like like for the most part it's a pretty high and mediocre game. I mean, I want to try it. I mean, one day, I mean, I just got all these games. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I never heard it I never heard it be like horrible. I never yeah. heard it horrible, but so it's kind of sad, like, uh, these guys, I mean, they can't make a sequel to it. But mm-hmm. now, what's happened with the studio? I like, think they're stu- still working on stuff. They just okay. aren't able to, they weren't able to get that pitch through. And that was something that we didn't talk about last week, but as part of, like, the Last of Us remake talk, there was also information that, I think it's Bend, right? The Bend Studio, uh, Sony yeah. Bend, that developed this game. They went to Sony with a pitch like, hey, we want to make the you know second game in the series. We want to make Days Gone 2. Um, and they were pretty much rejected there, which is sad because it not being a terrible game, like there's plenty of room, f- but not being the best game also, there's plenty of room for it to improve. They could They could release a game that, is amazing and blow us away this time, especially if it was able to distance itself from like last of us, there was a lot of that where it was like, why are they even making this game when they already have last of us coming out? You know, last of us two was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was saying that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was conversations that happened on this podcast. Um, especially before like the delays of last of us and stuff, they were very, they were coming out very close to each other. Um, so if they could distance themselves from that and Sony doesn't really have a similar property coming out, you know, I could see a days gone Two being a lot more successful than the initial one. So it's unfortunate. Uh, hopefully they get to maybe work on something new and, you know, another new thing instead of just being stuck yeah. on another triple a project of, Oh, let's remake. I don't know. Let's remake last guardian again for some reason. I, I, I'm still upset about this Last of Us thing, Daniel. I mean, it just don't. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, especially Naughty Dog. Like, let them do something new, please. Right. Like, I, yeah. I mean, that's can we the find thing, right? Is new? like, it's one thing because 
from the additional stuff I heard over the week is that it was this other, the, the kind of studio that helps out went to Sony and pitched, Hey, we'll make a last of us remaster or not remaster remake. And Sony was like, "Eh, okay. They like finally conceded to it and they were happily working on it. And then even though they weren't necessarily given the resources that they wanted, but then Last of Us 2 came out and, oh, hey, all of a sudden Naughty Dog opens up for work to be done. And Sony's like, hey, guys, you should work on this thing. And it's like, but just just have those yeah. guys do it. Have their like Skunk Works team do this thing while they are still, you know, making money by porting over other things or helping out, you know, doing that kind of thing. Let let a team of their people do it. But now you just have Naughty Dog working on it again, and instead of creating something new and cool, you have them revisiting this thing that's not even that old anymore. It, exactly. It Because think about Last Generation. All we got was sequels. Yeah. From Naughty Dog. We didn't get nothing new. Yep. Just Uncharted and Last of Us. That's sad. And you tell me the next game they're going to make is, it might be Last of Us Remake? Are you serious? Like, yeah, I'm ready for something new for them. extreme waste of talent. 100%. I'm not even the, the person asking for them to revisit Jack and Daxter. I wouldn't necessarily mind it. And at least we're, we're far enough removed from Jack and Daxter that we wouldn't be having the same exact conversation that we're having now about Last of Us, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I would prefer a completely new thing over all of those options. You know, give Jack and Dexter to a competent studio that maybe needs to build up a portfolio, something smaller that they'll they'll benefit from being attached to a known franchise, like to give them a chance for people to play their game. And let Naughty Dog, who has the name, people will buy anything that has Naughty Dog's name on it. Let them create a new IP so that we can, you know, progress here. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know why why Sony's doing. I, I guess I, something's got to be wrong. Like you, that you were taking risk and y'all were killing it, taking risk last generation. Well, you know what? Now I take that back. I mean, you took risk with. Uh, some games. The Naughty Dog games were actually safe, I guess I, guess I yeah. could say. I guess they were a little too safe. It's almost like you're not letting them take a risk. Or they're not taking a risk themselves. I don't know. It's one or the other. Either you're not letting them or they or Naughty Dog's not. Because they're just staying with the same franchises now. Yep. All right. So, what else we got, man? All right, Dominic. In some other Sony news, this one's just kind of a quick hit here. Another Fortnite character we're getting, or skin, I guess, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. You can check her yeah, out. See, that she was a risk. Cool. I think that, uh, hold on, I'm sorry. The, uh, Hor- I mean, uh, yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, made by the guys who did Killzone. Mm-hmm. That was a risk doing this whole new franchise, this big budget franchise, and they, they made out great with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, that was a new IP. Yeah, but yeah, it's just Naughty Dog. I'm just surprised by them because like they they seem like they're the, they're the top dog. Yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're the top dog with Sony, but 
it's like now they're just really just resting there. They that's a true. If you do a remake, you do a remake of Last of Us. It's a you're definitely resting on your laurels. I mean that is just <laughs> a fucking cop out. Like what the fuck? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. So we got Aloy in Fortnite. That character's skin looks cool. I, I like the designs that they come up with for that. Um, so they got that stuff. And then other characters coming to known franchises, Dominic. We got Chung Lee and Ryu coming to the Power Rangers Battle for the Grid on May 25th. And they got and- their own. Power Rangers uniforms. Yes, they do. The uh, Chung Lee is the Blue Phoenix Ranger, and Ryu is the Crimson Hawk Ranger. So what I did not know is apparently that that's a real thing that has already happened and in his canon in the Power Rangers universe. There is a live action thing, actually, at some point that they did with... Chung Lee and Ryu coming into the Power Rangers universe. So, well, like in Japan or something. Um, where did I, what did I see this thing called? Let's say on the Power Rangers fandom wiki that is not wanting to load up. There it is. Uh, right. It was part of the Power Rangers Legacy Wars Street Fighter Showdown, which is an internet based crossover short film between the Power Rangers franchise and the Street Fighter franchise produced by Bat in the Sun in partnership with Lionsgate and All Star All Spark Pictures, Enway, and Capcom. Hmm. And it actually has Tommy Oliver in it. So gotta watch that now, Dominic. Gotta find out the origins of the Crimson Hawk Ranger, but like what's power? When did it come on? Like, is it just straight to DVD or something? It was or just what? internet. It was an internet oh. short type thing. Oh, okay, yeah. But I, I think those Power Rangers suits look cool, and in the game they look cool. I am, I am a fan of those designs. I mean, it's all right to me. Yeah, but yeah, I'm surprised. I thought you were gonna say they suck. No, I, I think they look cool. Um, oh, okay. I am. You got I'm bad taste. Like that. see, that's fine. <laughs> I'm interested to see how how they fit into that game, and I'm glad to see that that game's still getting supported. I I heard pretty positive things after Whatever, kind yeah, of the initial release and update. I try to talk about. It. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, hater. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. All right, Dominic. Hold, hold on. Oh wait a minute. Right. Since we're talking about skins. Yes. We got to talk about the new Rainbow Sea skin that just got released. Ah, uh, yes. The Pickle Rick Smoke skin. Yes. And the some other character in Rick and Morty skin. Oh, are there other ones too? That's it's the it's, only a, one it's that the second I one. Saw, of course. That's all I need to know. Does he, does he yell Pickle Rick while you're playing the game? You have two costumes. Smoke Pickle Rick. That's the one we're talking about. And Grom Flomite Sledge. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, Pickle Rick is a defender, and Grom Flomite Sledge is an attacker. That's from an episode two. Um, you got if you watch the trailer, it kind of shows you where it's from. Do they have a picture of the Grom Flomite Sledge? Yeah, yeah, you gotta watch the trailer. Okay, because like I'm looking at the Grom Flomites, and now I know what they are. They're those weird insect things. But like, yeah, this but, picture that I'm seeing doesn't look like one of those, really. No, it doesn't like a man in a helmet, right? Like the effort, yeah, the effort has not put it been put in there the same no. way that the Pickle Rick one has. 
at least the Even pickle rick, the pickle they, rick they isn't a- very pickly no they got away with it because they because pickle rick does attach arms and stuff to him so the vest mm. covers the pickle part yeah, so they don't have to animate that there. shit <laughs> and he's wearing his he's wearing a mask with the, the you mouse know head. mouse head so you don't have to see the pickle face because that's why i was that's when i was pissed i was like oh i thought it's gonna be pickle rick <laughs> with his face yeah. Oh yeah. I want to talk about this because I was talking about how I don't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's why it's. I mean, God. It. I mean, I mean, the pickle Rick one. I mean, it's it's okay. Like just a yeah. weird looking fucking shit. I think they did a good job with like the leg being you know all weird and whatnot because it's yeah. not like a full human leg. It's got like a gun or whatever on the bottom or something. Yeah. It's that's what I'm saying. It I means all right. I just wish. It really was pick like you saw his pickle Rick, like he yeah. looks like pickle Rick, and just like the the bugs, it's just like you're just wearing the bug, this 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 the the colors of the bugs, like right. you just made a uniform with the colors of what they wear. It yeah, it's not. I don't think it's great. I mean, it's not great. It's not what I. It's not. I want it more. It's very low effort. But you can get charms for your guns, Dominic. You can hang a real pickle Rick from your gun. Is that good enough? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, can, can you can, can can you say uh like pickle Rick? That's how I was watching this trailer, waiting for him to see if he would be like pickle Rick. And I did not hear that. So, you know, if I can't just go into games and it should have in here, ruin them, tell us when the Rick next season comes out. <laughs> I'm tired of this Richard Brothers shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, what, what what you doing? Like, what the guys? I mean, oh, they're doing that 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 Hulu one. They did that Hulu one. I think it's on the second season of that one too. Mm-hmm. I watched what three episodes of that. I mean, it's okay. It's not as good as Rick and Morty though. But then again, mm-hmm. it's on Hulu, so if it was good enough, it would be on. <laughs> I guess be on real swim. television. Well, which which is weird because I seen there's some shitty shit on Dark Swim, but you know what? They don't come on at good times. They yeah. come on at the twelve the or around twelve, close to twelve. Yeah. I don't understand the comedy of some of those cartoons, Dan. You gotta help me with those things, man. <laughs> I mean, like, some of that, some of that real bad stuff. I don't either. Like Tim and Eric stuff. Never really. I never. Yeah, understood yeah. I was that gonna even. tell you. Can you tell me about what, what the hell is that about? Like, Although, why is honestly, that? Fun? I never even really gave Tim and Eric a shot. Like, it just. I don't know. It came on at a time where I wasn't really watching that stuff anymore. But it doesn't seem like I, it would be something that I quote unquote get very much. Just very weird and irreverent stuff. All right, so. What else we got, man? All right, Dominic. I feel like we do this every week. We've got new Switch news, except it's not new Switch news. It's new news about the existing Switch. This time it is the Switch Lite. They're coming out with a new color. It is called Bright Blue, and it's coming out May 21st. I saw a lot of people on Twitter when this was announced comparing it to the Blue GameCube. Or did I say blue? Purple GameCube, sorry. Um, and it has kind of that it's, it's almost to that color, but not quite like they're not willing to, to commit to the purple. There's, there's a lack that was of a bad choice to me. 
The purple or the blue or both? The purple. Yeah, I mean, it I, mean, I got used to it. I got used to best. it, but I still think that that it should never been. Yeah, it was. It, it, it was. It was definitely an oddball choice, and with the way that thing was designed and with its handle, it definitely added to the quote unquote kiddiness of it, which very melt very well might have been the idea behind it. You know. They yeah, you been carried it like a lunchbox. She knew that. You took it to school like a lunchbox. Give it a lie. Skip it, skip it along. Skip it along in the high school. Say blah blah. Yeah. With your, with your holding your GameCube. Heck yeah. <laughs> Gotta take it to my LAN parties, Dominic. <laughs> so, new colors, awesome. I guess great. Whatever. Are we gonna? When are we ever gonna get a Switch Pro? I know. Is it happening, Dominic? Tell us, tell us so I can be so angry because I can't pay for all these damn systems. <laughs> exactly. You once you finally get up enough money for a, a PlayStation Five and are able to get one freely in the marketplace of ideas or an Xbox, that's when they'll announce the the Switch, and you're like, "Well, do I want that or do I want this?" Or yeah, shit. And then you won't be able to find one of those for like two years. It's a real bad topic. Um, yeah. So we mentioned it earlier, but there was a Nintendo Indie World presentation, and they had a crap ton of games in here. Uh, the first couple are ones that they featured, kind of gave a little bit of time to, and then we'll get to a point where I'm just going to list off some titles, and when they come out, because it was a montage, and they didn't really say much about them, so I don't even know what they are. Um it kicked off with Road 96. This is a procedural narrative game that's coming later this year. This looked pretty cool. You're playing as like a kid in like a 90s era road trip movie, and you're getting to make choices, and some of them may lead you down bad paths. Like, I don't know, it seemed like you were smuggling drugs and like having to fight off <laughs> yeah. a car that was chasing you down or something like that. Um, yeah, this is a game I definitely want to get my hands on. Like, th- I, I, cool. this is up my alley. I love games like that because it has that. I love I love narrative games. Like, mm. I'm I'm into that. You know, what I mean, if you listen to podcasts, you know, because I like I like the Telltale games, and I like basically like your choose your own adventure or like something in a game. It could be an action game, but having some something narrative that it, you can change the course of your experience by making a decision. Uh, it that grabs me because I, yeah. I love that because then it makes me want to go play and play. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what's this other choice? What would happen if I had chose this? Yeah. And also talking about if you, if you play it, then it's like, hey, what was your experience? Oh, go on mm-hmm. message boards and hear people's different experiences. So, oh yeah, I didn't do that and things of that nature. Yeah, I'd have to, have to look out for that game. Mm-hmm. After that was Aerial Knights Never Yield, which is the oh man, they missed this shot. Discussed earlier. What's Plus, that? They could have called a roll sixty nine, man. Damn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they purposefully did not call it Road sixty nine. Dog. <laughs> as nice as that would be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, never yield. We talked about it earlier. It's May nineteenth. They showed that off. Talked to the developer. That was one of the cool things about this presentation. Like they they had 
talking bits with all the developers of like yes. their focus games. And it was all around the world. There was a guy from South Korea. There was this guy from Detroit. I wish there were translators. <laughs> that was kind of the like distinction between this and the Resident Evil showcase we'll talk about in a little bit. But like when they had guys talking in Japanese in the Resident Evil showcases, they also just had someone dubbed in saying the stuff in English as well. Whereas Nintendo's just had subtitles for people. So you say, hey, people like anime, so they'll they don't mind reading. <laughs> exactly. Um, after that was two new Annapurna games, Last Stop, which we had previously talked about. That's coming out July 2021. And Hindsight, which is coming out later this year. Both of those look pretty cool. They do. Uh, yeah. After that was Ali Ali World. This looks fun. Yeah. It makes uh, me want to I mean, play Ali Ali now. Is, yeah. Ali Ali is a game that's been out there for a while, as well as Ali Ali 2. Um, but this seems like it opens it up where it gives you like different paths you can go down and kind of not quite an open world, but like a more open world to kind of explore on your skateboard, which seems neat. That's coming out this winter. After that was Longing, which is available now. And it is a game that you play out over 400 days in real, real time. time. Crazy. It really is. Like I, I think I saw people talking about it when this happened before. Is the time is still it. going on when you when you turn it off? I would hope. So. I would really hope so. As I'm saying, um, maybe it's a lot of shit to do in the game, Dan. I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would also hope that as well. Like I want to be able to play it for as much of that time as possible. But I, I would also hope that I don't have to, you know, go past. It should be like a suicide days. button. I'm sure there is. Just take that little pickaxe to Dobby's skull. Yeah, there's a gun. <laughs> or Lord. like you got, you know how to make a gun. You gotta get the parts to make one. Oh, there you go. You try so to, gotcha. And then a you miss resource management. The one bullet oh, you have, God, no. you miss, and you hit, you hurt yourself. But oh, it's no. painful. This is yeah. That truly is longing, Dominic. <laughs> and then you don't really know how to take care. You gotta cut your arm off. Maybe you know, your hand or something, whatever part God. you shot, you miss. And then just hope you bleed out. <laughs> Man, this is this is real rough, Dominic. But yeah, that's that's a that's an interesting concept that I would like to see more of. I gotta find some videos or something of it to see what you're actually doing in the game. They spent a lot of time talking about like the idea behind it of like, oh, four hundred days, you're waiting for this like giant king or something to wake up, but didn't really explain what you're going to be doing in that time. Jerking After off. that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. They ain't got nothing else to do. There you go. <laughs> Hope he's got the internet. All, All right, right, Dominic. After the that was, <laughs> there is no game. Now, this one seems like it would be right up your alley, too. It's a point-and-click adventure comedy game. Look like it also has some like mini games, like playing a whole bunch of. Yeah, you should things. buy that for me. It is, yes. So, check that out. Hey, eighty dollars. Check and see what the price is. G- on g- that give dump. me the money. I'll buy. It. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Five hundred dollars. I'm going All right. low. Keep the change. Yeah. D- no, no. Five hundred wow. and twenty dollars. Nope. <laughs> I can use other five hundred to get an Xbox Series X. <laughs> Okay. If I can find gotcha. one. Uh. <laughs> All right. 
So that looks cool. After that was TMNT Shredder's Revenge finally announced for the Nintendo Switch. That's coming out later this year. And they had some gameplay video of that. That game looks awesome. It just reminds me of like a way forward Game Boy Advance Turtles game or side scrolling beat 'em up kind of game from that era where it's like Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they show some more. <laughs> yes. Somebody's got like confirmation that's coming to the Switch, basically. Yep. Looks awesome. After that was Chris Tales, which is coming out July 20th. This is an RPG. It looks pretty cool. It reminds me, and I don't know if maybe it's related um, to the Blossom Tales game that I played. That was like a Zelda-like. Um, let me see Blossom what the is on that. Oh, remember it's Morbius. That. I know a Dragon Tale does not dragon tales yeah okay the pbs show (laughs) yes dragon tales how to love and care for dragons Mm -hmm. okay these are the rock of ages guys actually um but yeah i don't know why i think it's just the character design of the main character kind of has the same vibe to me but that looks like a neat rpg type thing um after that was getsu fumaden which is like a Undying Moon. That's the title. Hacking slash roguelike no thing. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call by the subtitle. Just gonna call it by the subtitle. Yeah, so that looked cool. It was like in a in a like a yeah, Japanese yeah, environment. It's pretty cool. But I was so mad when I saw thing. next year. I said, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck! Get the hell out of here! What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, show that, that shit out of here later. Let's got a demo. Yeah. After that was Aztec Forgotten Gods. This is an action game. It reminded me a lot yeah. of like a platinum style. Yeah, like know, the like, it's like the Aztec kind of god. So it was um, developed. What, what, what was it developed at? Uh, mm-hmm. It was. It was because it was about, it's about the culture. It's about the culture because guys talking about like everything sure. or something about the culture. But it's, he's actually yeah. has a background in it, so it's not like just. Some white man just saying like, "Hey, I like like gas tax. They look cool, so I'm just going to do a game about it." <laughs> also, they do look cool, but yes, let's see. The developer is Lienzo, which is in. Let's see if they tell me the location in Mexico. So there you go. <laughs> As would make sense, but yeah, that game looked very cool. Um, after that, they showed off, and that's coming out fall 2021. Uh, after that, they called off, uh, showed off School Skull, yeah, the Hero Slayer, and this reminds me, um, the character at least reminded me of Hollow Knight's little guy with the little little bug with the white head. Um, but apparently, you like switch heads. It's a roguelike action, 2D action game. Uh, coming out summer 2021 and you're like switching heads to play as different characters and get different abilities and stuff. So that looked all right. It was um, kind of pixel arty, a little, little toned down from something like a hollow Knight. And then this is where we get into the montage stuff. Dominic, you had art of rally coming out summer. I looked like it was kind of an isometric racing game. I believe I had heard about that previously. It, it seems interesting. Uh, after that was Kiwi coming in August. 
I didn't know what was happening there, but there were Kiwi birds and they looked like they were solving puzzles, maybe possibly word puzzles. After that was Labyrinth City, Pierre, the maze detective coming out this spring, which reminded me a lot of like visually a Where's Waldo book. Okay. It had that kind of look to it, like almost hand drawn, but weirdly adult artsy fartsy at the same time. Um, after that was weaving the tides. This, I wasn't quite sure what was happening in this one. It looked almost like, uh, isometric flying around shooter type thing. Yeah. You also didn't look like you were shooting necessarily. I, I, yeah, I really understand what I was saying. Yeah. And that's coming out in May. So we'll find out. Hold on back to Kiwi. Now now, those little Kiwis, like, do they I'm taste very like confused. Like they, they can. What the hell? They had like a backpack and shit on too. Like what? What's what's the story behind that? They're advanced, Dominic. They're advanced Kiwis. <laughs> and I was, I think, was this all in the montage? Yes. Because yeah, so that's why I'm not really sure what was happening there. Art O'Reilly, I think it was. I think I saw was Art O'Reilly. You in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And I got confused because I saw. I didn't see the title Art Rally, and I thought that was part of the Kiwi game. I was like, oh, I guess they drove, and now they got the car, and now they're on a keyboard or something. What the fuck is going on in this game? It's like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, these Kiwis are, like, delivering letters or something, and they're, like, working inside computers to to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It seems interesting. It's definitely intriguing. Like, I want to know what the hell that thing is. Um, next up was the house of the dead remake. That's coming out later this year. I kind of want to play this kind of gun style game. Yeah. With the, we use the, we, uh, I said the, we, the, um, the nunchuck. Yeah. Not a one chunky though. The, the, the (laughs) The joy con, um, the joy con, (laughs) the joy con, uh, to shoot. Yeah. I think I will have fun doing that. Yeah. It seems cool. After that was, Ender Lillier, The Quietest of the Night. This was like a side-scrolling thing situation. It was hand-drawn looking. It had a you were start starring a, a woman. I don't know what was really happening because again, this was part of the montage and they showed like five seconds of it. And I went back and watched it like four or five times just to write down the name. But yeah, I didn't gather much information from it. That's coming out June 21st. After that was Beasts of Maravilla Island, which is coming out June. And that was, what was that one? I want to say it was like some weird funky characters. Oh, this was the one where you were like, yeah, he was like a little guy and he was walking around an island taking pictures and stuff. Like you're a little explorer guy. It looks pretty cool. It's a, according to the Steam page, a 3D adventure game where you take the role of a young wildlife photographer who transverses Marlavilla Island's magical ecosystems to discover extraordinary creatures, learn their behaviors, and more importantly, most importantly, is it going to be better? Is it going to be better than Pokemon Snap? Yes, it is. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the Pokemon Snap killer, Dominic. Also, there's a uh, demo available in the. On Steam right now, so that's cool. Might oh yeah, to I gotta try that out. Try that out. Leave that. But it's not on a Switch though. 
No demo on the Switch. Um, let's check the eShop real quick and find out. You know, they don't surface that stuff very well. You like have to go into the search and then see if there's, you know, things that oh, have that demos. Not only is like it's just a mess. It's it's slow, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Like loaded up shit. I'm like, yo, ain't that much graphics on this shit. Why does it hell <laughs> take us so long to load up? Yeah, I'm not seeing an option to download a demo on the website, at least. So. Okay. Doesn't seem like it. All right. After that was Fez, which is out now. You may be familiar with Fez. God, Fez, how old is that game? <sighs> over 10 years. I don't remember saying it. Oh, yeah. Well, well nope. it was over. 2012. Yeah. So, not. We'll get there next year, Daniel. Yep. That we will. Talk about it. <laughs> get to talk all about uh what's his face can't even think of his name phil fish that's the guy talk about phil fish that's a game i still have never beaten and i know there's like secrets and stuff to it that probably have been spoiled to, for me at some point but it's been so long since i've heard them that i don't i don't know how they affect the game so one of these days, Dominic, I'll probably give him more money for the Switch version and then finally beat it and realize I had played it on the Vita to, like, almost completion. I played it on the Vita for a while, and then I just got stuck somewhere, and I just kind of Yeah, I remember you talked about the game when we, early, when we did, was doing a podcast. Yeah. You were playing that game. I, I, I like it. I mean, it's, it's a cool concept, like, with the 2D, but you can, you know, manipulate the world in 3D and stuff. But, yeah, just got stuck somewhere. All right, Dominic, and then they had one final thing. And they showed off Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals coming out 2021 sometime. You ready yeah, for the man, sequel, Dominic? Yeah, I, I think I want to play that game again. I was playing it again on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I might give that a shot. Nice. Uh, to just to play because there's different endings. You got to have different endings. Yeah. So hopefully I'll get a different. Yo, I'm definitely going to get a different ending because what I played so far. No, I gotta start from the beginning again. I can't start from probably where I left off. But I know what choices I know what some of the choices I made. Um I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a bitch um <laughs> this time. Like really be a real bitch to my stepbrother. Yeah. Instead of trying to pick the nice ones. Just to see what happens. Very it's nice. a it's a good game. I I like that game. Yeah. And I, I definitely yeah, like again, what I played on yeah. it. I just Something else came along, and I ended up starting that and never went back. Yeah. Because it was that and Night in the Woods I played that year, mm-hmm. too, man. And those were two great games. Definitely. great Some great indie games. And Night in the Woods, I want another game like that, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the, other guy, the guy probably ain't going to be working on it because of those. Um, it was a sexual harassment or something with him. Yeah, there was that stuff. And then, yeah, there, there was a lot of messiness around that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't even need another. I mean, I like those characters, but I don't even need another one of those games. Like, just give me no, something. No, I mean, in I want a, a, I want a diff- I mean, I want a game like that, yeah. but not not with those characters. No, but like some somebody something different. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll get something eventually. Um. So yeah, after that, Dominic, we also had the Resident Evil showcase, which we mentioned earlier. Wasn't a ton coming out of this like I thought there might be, but there's a decent stuff of substance. There was a new trailer for Resident Evil um, Village, and also along with that, announcements of a the Mercenaries mode, which has previously been in like a 
Resident Evil 4. Uh, basically kind of, um, what would you call that? You go in there and you're killing zombies, basically. Kind of in an open then environment. Then five, well, 5 had that too, right? When you, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, I played that one. That's what I played. In this one, they're adding stuff. They're adding a store. They're also, uh, what else? They had another feature in there. Instead of adding a store, like what, what do you mean? Yeah, so like an in-game store so you can buy new weapons and things like that, upgrades. Oh, oh they had powers okay. and stuff, I think. I thought it was That's like a uh, microtransaction store. I probably don't. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I would not be surprised. Oh, my God. Um, they also made mention of Verse, which is that like cel-shaded multiplayer game that you get free with this game they didn't really show anything new off of of that it shit, oh i forgot that shit was shell shaded yeah so that's that's coming um and then also they announced demos for resident evil and it's messy uh, i'm trying it to is find messy. The, the website here because to... i don't know because i'm like is it just do i have to pre-order the game or not i i don't think you do but starting today, and now obviously people that listen to this podcast will have missed the opportunity for this like early access thing. But on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, you can play the first part of the demo because there's a village demo and a castle demo. And together you can play a combined hour of the game. And I believe you get to choose between like how much time you want to spend in the castle or how much time you want to spend in the village. Um, and that's on all consoles. They, there's demos coming to PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X, as well as Steam and Stadia. Um, but PlayStation 4 is getting early access. Beginning today, you'll have 30 minutes with... Um, the village portion of the demo, but only between only for an eight hour span of time beginning at 5 PM Pacific time, I believe, which means eight o'clock Eastern time. So that means you're only going to be able to play between eight o'clock and 4 AM tomorrow. And it just, it's stupid. And I hate when they do time restrictions on demos. I, I know. I freaking hour. Just like they did the, la- the, the what, the RE2 demo. They, mm. they probably did it for RE3 too, but I didn't play it. But I'm like, why don't just have a section I can play and that's it? Yeah. Why does it have to be timed? Who the hell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, that doesn't happen. I don't believe that happens. Somebody said, Okay, I only played this section of the game. I'm good. I'm not going to buy the game. Those motherfuckers weren't going to buy the game anyway. If yeah. that if that all it took for them to like to be to get what they want out the game. Like, come on, man. That's that is so stupid. Be like, oh, you play enough of it. I said, what? Why can't I just have the demo? Yeah. Yeah, because I can't tell you when I was younger, like how how much time I would spend with demos that would just let me fuck around for hours. Oh on yeah, end. I mean, I think a lot of people who play video games who had demos have done that. I mean, yeah. I've done it so many times too. Which is what they're trying but, to stop, Dominic. <laughs> but I don't. I couldn't afford to get the game. Exactly. 
I wasn't. I didn't have money. You're not losing out on a sale because you were never getting that sale. I was a kid. I didn't. And if I had I the money, I would buy your game because clearly I've spent hours and hours on your demo. I just want to feel rushed playing. Right. Yeah, and also the availability of just only letting me play <laughs> these eight hours of the day, like, and for like. Uh, why are why are you making it so East Coast people can't play it until eight o'clock at night? Like, can't oh you make God. it so East Coast can start at that. five on their coast? Like, whatever your time zone is, and I guess maybe people can like set their clocks or something, and that'll fuck up your dumb bullshit encryption or whatever. But come on, like eight o'clock to four a.m. That is not <laughs> that is not like. Awesome gaming hours for me on a weekend. Just fucking sucks. Nah, not for if you're a grown person who works during the day. Yeah. This is not. Yeah. It's not. I mean, if you're a young person, yes, that's probably all right because you probably just stay up hours anyway. And you don't sleep. Or for people who just don't sleep, I guess yeah. I should just say that. Because, <laughs> I mean, you don't sleep normal hours. But me, I like I'm already getting tired. If I get to ten, I'm getting tired. Yeah. I'm and good. sometimes I might, I might. And most of most of the time, I'm forcing myself to stay up. Sometimes if I want to do because <laughs> I want to complete something. Yeah. And I'm forcing myself. But if I were, I could go to swipe to sleep. Yeah. Unless I'm 10. up and I moving around, I'm gonna pass out doing whatever I was doing too. Like if I'm trying to finish a movie or a show or even a game, like I'm I'm falling asleep with the controller in my hand, or if I'm on my phone, like that phone's gonna fall in my face when I fall asleep and I drop it in my face. I just I don't why why eight hours? I mean Resident Evil eight. Ha ha ha. That's so fucking clever. But no, it's not. Like just make the demo available at least for like a week, uh, two days even. Like, why in eight hours? Not even a full fucking day. What are we doing here? I don't know, man. It's, I don't know why you can't just be simple. It's like, hey, here's a demo. Yeah. And you play it. This is the date the demo <laughs> comes out. Play it. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. You You time limit it, and then you further limit it by what time I can play it. And it's just... Why? Who who is coming up with these dumb ass? Okay, so concepts? so so explain this to me again. Okay, the demo. Okay, so the demo is only available tomorrow. So <clears throat> there's a village demo and a castle demo on the PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five. They get early access, and beginning tonight at eight p.m. Eastern time, you will be able to play thirty minutes of the village demo. From the hours of 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. So anytime between those eight hours, you can spend 30 minutes in that demo. And then the castle area will be available on April 24th. So next Saturday, I'm guessing. Yeah. So next Saturday, you'll be able to play 30 minutes of the castle portion of the demo on the PlayStation and PlayStation 5 between the hours of 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 a.m. Eastern Time on the 25th, basically. Um, and then finally, this, I'm reading directly from the Push Square article at this point. Finally, these two pieces of Resident Evil Village demo come together to form a full 60-minute demo one week later. 
They will still feature the same content, but can be played back to back. You will gain access on the 1st of May and the demo will be available through the game's launch on May 7th. So then they're going to give you a larger window to play these demos. Um, And that'll be between 8 p.m. Eastern time on May 1st to 12 a.m. Eastern time on May 7th. Damn, that's a that's a lot of shit. Yeah, I I stop I stop listening to you after, <laughs> and the, I can't the, help but wonder if day. I play thirty <laughs> minutes and thirty minutes of those demos. If then I can even play the demo on the same console once it comes together, or have I already used my allotted sixty minutes? It just seems so unnecessarily repeat it, repeat it one more time for me. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's joking. tonight at 8 o'clock you can play the demo for 30 minutes yeah it's it's so bad Dominic. it's so bad like and I want to try to play this demo too yeah me too and you can preload it right now which I need to like turn on my playstation yeah. and get it loaded up so at least yeah, like, me, I can um, be like let me do this real yes quick. my control is right here Dad, and I have to get up somewhere <laughs> the convenience all right, let's move on from that, Dominic. And some other Resident Evil news coming out of this. We have oh, Resident no, my Evil. remote's not, though. What's that? My remote oh, is no. over there. <laughs> you have to go by feel, Dominic. Trust, okay, the, go ahead, trust go. the force. All right, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. There's a trailer for that. That is the Netflix anime, as they're calling it, even though it's basically like in-game CG graphics. It looks It looks good. Um, that's coming out July 2021, and the idea behind that is apparently there are zombies in the White House, and they bit the president probably. I don't know, but it stars Leon and Claire, and Netflix has had kind of an up and down, you know, thing with their their video game related stuff. Castlevania is pretty good apparently, as is The Witcher. So hopefully this turns out pretty good. I know there have been Resident Evil things in the past that have been eh. Um, they also mentioned the uh, kind of new beginning Resident Evil movie that they're working on. That is, I believe they said that the filming of that has finished and now they're just doing all the CG work. So we're getting a new Resident Evil live action movie, Dominic. That's exciting. Um. And then after that, they talked about... Yeah, yeah. You, you sound very excited. I just see. like me. I, just like me. So, so excited. I don't know. I don't need that right now. Um, hopefully it's good. Dead by Daylight. I haven't watched is... none of the, the, the 12 of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't <laughs> seen one since, like, two, me, maybe? Since the... Three? Well, Darren, you, at least you saw two. I saw one. And I ain't <laughs> watched all the way through. I think it was at my grandma's house, and it was on. But there was a lot of people in the room. I wasn't paying attention to what the hell was going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah alright so like, shut up grandma try to watch the movie <laughs> that's just rude it's like, it's like my grandma beat the shit out of me back then <laughs> I was gonna say come on Damn. don't disrespect your elders Dominic it's like right. I didn't care about the movie <laughs> Dead by Daylight Dominic that is getting some Resident Evil content in June with their like season 20 or chapter 20 or whatever so that's cool Dead by Daylight has clearly been the chosen game over things like Friday the 13th. They even got like Jason in there at some point, didn't they? Or did they never get yeah, that? Because they did. Jason was in 10. Okay. And then. Well, Mortal Kombat and, X. 
is what they. Oh, not Mortal Kombat. No, Dead by Daylight. Oh shit! Oh yeah, that game. Okay, I I am not paying attention. What's going on here? (laughs) What are we talking about? Oh, Dead Dead by by Daylight. Daylight. Yes. Yes. They yeah they did have Jason. No, no, not Jason. Not Jason because Jason already had his own game. Right. That's what Uh, I wondered if he if he ever came to that after that game went away. Um, they had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. Okay. Clayface. Skin, skin face, no, leather, no, leather face, leather face, leather face. Yeah. <laughs> <Skin face. laughs> All right, Dominic. And then the kind of one final thing they showed off resident evil four is coming to the Oculus quest Two. What? There are more details coming April 21st, but we are getting a VR version of resident evil four. That's pretty I can't cool. Play it on the quest one. I doubt it. Actually, I don't know, because, like, can I play it on my Oculus Rift, or is it literally just a Quest exclusive? I hope not, but also I probably won't get a chance to play it on my Oculus anyway. Um, so Why we'll not? see. Your Oculus broke? It's just time constraint. Oh, okay. Setup constraint. Um, yeah, so I, I... Well, let me hold I'm that damn thing, then. <laughs> uh Maybe. Yeah, so Resident Evil, Dominic, what do you think in VR? Yeah, th- no, that's cool. Uh, it's now so. I mean, is it? This is just based off the original Resident Evil Four. This ain't the like the supposed remake they're doing now. No, like, yeah, this is very much. Those I said supposed. They are doing it. Why, why am I <laughs> like allegedly a making a remake of this? Game? <laughs> yeah. So no, it's, it's, so it's just based on the old ones. Okay, yeah. but still, that's cool. Which I I wish it was just that really because I don't want them to remake. Yeah, was Evil Four either? I want them <laughs> to. I mean, I know they technically did one, but I'm like, come on, it's not like the new ones, so yeah. why not? Or or Colt Veronica. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they or, have a lot of options. Or Zero. Or or Gun. What's what was it called? The no, Resident Evil Gun no. Game. I'm not even helping you out with this one. Nope. That game was good, Daddy. I told you that <laughs> that was the did. prototype to. Resident Evil Seven, yeah, that the first person view of Resident Evil, that was the prototype. Yeah, no, they should That's go what? revisit Outbreak, Dominic. Online's a much bigger thing now, so they should go back there. The Outbreak was that was the first one was called on PlayStation. I think PlayStation so. Two, PlayStation Two, Outbreak and Outbreak Two. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I remember them doing that, yeah. Yeah, oh those were like God. the three-player survival ones. The fucking system update did an error shit on me. Piece of shit. Damn you, PlayStation. <laughs> so yeah, that was our Resident Evil news. Did you see anything else news-wise you want to talk about this week, Dominic? Oh yeah, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to have a photo mode. So just nice. like every other game. It's just like every other game now. Get all up uh, in the cracks that you can see there, Dominic. Yeah. Definitely gonna be taking pictures of Liara and Miranda. <laughs> oh man, if it's got a photo mode, can I like zoom into uh, what's her name's Tally's head and see her actual face? Like, can I break through the plane? Oh yeah, mask? that's right. Now nah, just disappear. You know how they do. You just yeah. go through and just see behind. <laughs> you see behind her. Just see her eyeballs floating in there. Or oh, Tally, too. Look at her body. She got me. They, they make her body nice. Yep, those fucking and sexy two. backwards legs. Too. Yeah. Those <laughs> backwards legs. They're just animal legs. Exactly. They're backwards. <laughs> Human legs don't bend that way, Dominic. 
No, we don't. She 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 can't bend. She can bend forward. Or backward, I guess you would say. She bends <laughs> backward. I don't know how you would say that. But she bends <laughs> just differently. She just bends differently. Oh, uh, now I'm uncomfortable. Can't think of can't think of that. Seems wrong and weird. I was thinking about doggy style. But anyway. I know what you were thinking about. That's why I said I can't think of it. It's weird. Uh, I guess nothing else. No, I don't have any other news. All right, Dominic. Then we got new releases here. We got Saga Frontier Remastered. Now out on the PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, iOS, and Android. So I if do you want to try this. It guys, a lot of games franchise. I want to try, Daniel. Yeah. I know. I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Time. It's a flat circle. You just got to reach the end and then circle back around. Oh, somebody so you can, excited. <laughs> you can hear her yelling. <laughs> yeah. She is very excited about the Saga Frontier. Or maybe she's excited about Shadow Man Remastered. I saw this pop up on the Epic Store when I was on there getting the free games of the week earlier. Shadow Man. And I was like, there's a Shadow Man Remastered? And then I, I saw that it was a new release this week. Oh, come on. You remember Shadow Man, Dominic? He was on the Nintendo 64. I Let think that's where look it was. that up. Shadow Man. Shadow Man. Yes, the Nintendo 64. And is he the one that they came out with like a new game and then. Oh! Uh, yeah, you remember Vin Shadow Diesel. Man. <laughs> yes. Vin Diesel, Shadow Man. I remember. Yes! I. I never played the game. I just remember the. I just remember the box art. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember from uh, Blockbuster. That is definitely Vin Diesel. Oh God, look at his body. What's wrong with him? He's the Shadow Man. He's in between planes of existence or something. I don't know. Wait, but was there a Shadow Man second? Did it get canceled or it did come out? No, it I came don't... out. Did it? Shadow Man second coming, um, in February two thousand two. Oh, I spoiled it. I spoiled it for next year's podcast. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to think if this is the one. If Shadow Man, I think it is. Shadow Man had a thing where, like, if you put Shadow Man on your tombstone, then you get the game for free or something like that. Or if you put it on the loved one's tombstone or something. Oh, you mean like in the second one? Yeah, for the second one they did. You get the first one. You get the like first that. one for free. No, like in real life, if you put Shadow Man on your tombstone or on somebody's tombstone, you get something. Let me read this. The here, fuck? Let's say. Yeah, it was. That's a, what the hell? The computer games <laughs> firm has been accused of pushing back the frontiers of bad taste after it announced that it is seeking to advertise its latest title on gravestones. Acclaim Entertainment said yesterday that it would pay relatives of the recently bereaved in return for placing small billboards on headstones and that the offer might practically interest practically interest poorer families. The Church of England said that there is no way it would allow any of its graveyards to be used in such fashion. A spokesman said there was enough fuss with plastic flowers in churchyards. (laughs) Yo, I would. I mean, 
I, I probably would have said like, "Hey, can you put this on my grandma's stage so you you can you can just just, just don't tell nobody else. Just pay me." I wonder you how say, much they were paying. That's that's my question. But thing is, who is looking at people's gravestones like that? Like, oh, it's the Shadow Man <laughs> game. I gotta check this out. What's the latest game that I should be playing? Yeah. <laughs> I go to the graveyard for my uh, game recommendations. Yeah, I just yeah. go to people's grave plots, and I just like to look at look at them. So I'm just going to see Shadow Man and go get this game. The fuck? <laughs> That's just, just crazy. So wild. Yeah, I knew I I knew it was Shadow Man that did that. Yeah, fucking acclaim, Dominic. Oh, that's why you know it because you did it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Pep Pep. <laughs> Never called anybody Pep Pep. That's what to say. Right. Has he called? <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, Dominic. After that, we've got Super Meat Boy Forever. That's now out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. That's the oh, that's good. New Super Meat Boy Runner kind of thing, like with auto auto running. So finally, there. It's been on a couple other things in the past. Oh, uh, Meat Boy. I bet he just takes like meatloaf. <laughs> I mean, he definitely looks like meatloaf. Yeah. Although he looks like uncooked ground beef, so I feel like you gotta, you gotta cook him up a little bit before you. you I thought he was brown. He's pink. He's he's red. He's red. Like he's That's right. Red. He's red. That's right. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he he's getting red. there, but he's not. Yeah, quite, he's just a little rare. Dumb. He's rare. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I cook him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you cook him. You just put you put him on a grill a little bit, and you know, yeah. go to town, man. <laughs> town yeah so those are new don't cook them too much because you don't want him to die you want him to be somewhat alive when you, <laughs> you, you want bite him into him when you bite him yeah into. good lord you say you get that taste man when i'm still no. moving <laughs> all right down did you have anything else for the week nah i'm good all right thank you guys as always for listening you can check us out on twitter dominic is at d stalworth five I'm at Regulus MB. The podcast is at Superpod, S U P A P O D. Superpod.com is the website where all the podcasts live, as well as links to all the places you can find us, including YouTube, where we post video versions of this with gameplay in the background for your viewing enjoyment while listening to this wonderful podcast. If you like those, give us a thumbs up. Click like, subscribe, all those buttony things that YouTube has. Except for thumbs down. Don't click on that, please. Um, actually, I don't know. I feel like engagement is like what they do the metrics on. Something, something, algorithm. I hear people talk about this stuff on YouTube all the time. I don't know what any of it means. And I'm pretty sure Google doesn't either. With that said, check us out on those other podcast places. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And until next time, guys, we'll see you later. All right, see ya.